ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mega Mashup Monday on a Thursday, seeping into a Friday morning WrestleCast Radio episode 160. I'm way better, Alex, at saying it than typing it, damn it. <laughs> wow. Welcome to the season premiere of WrestleCast Radio in May, because holy crap, we got knocked out like everything else, because as we always uh, kind of stress out, um, you know, on the show every now and then, we are in the retail business. That's how Ryan and I met. That's how we both found out our love for professional wrestling. And yeah. now it is kicking our ass during this time since we are both essential <laughs> store managers. But, uh, whoo, sorry for the two and a half week delay there, guys. Uh, it started with a uh, hell of people getting uh, let go from the WWE to uh, Japanese wrestling doing it right, whether it's canceling events, putting on events. But holy shit, it's still better than what's happening on Monday and Friday. Well, that's the crazy thing, too, is we're like, you know, we keep finding ways to do, you know, we're doing three shows a week there that last week, I think. We're like, there's still going to be stuff. And then there literally wasn't anything, too. Like, it literally did stop for, like, two weeks. Uh, April 16th was our last show. And aside from the Noah Tag League, which we were going to come talk about, and I was like, "Mm, this is pretty cheeks. And and I had that dispute with you. I was like, it's not over. And you're like, it's over. And I'm not watching. I'm like, they haven't done a show, only to realize that that morning they did do a show, only to yeah. crown new tag team <laughs> champions. So I'm like, dear God, this is the thing. Um, to up until April April 30th, when All Japan finally ran a show, really fun show. Uh, April's, and then, we, you know, May 5th, yeah. All Japan ran another show, which we'll get into uh, the 6th that premiered. And also, I mean, we do have money in the bank to talk about, which I don't, I don't know, man, I was watching Raw, and when, when they're like, they're to climb the corporate ladder when you start at the bottom and work your way to the roof, and then there's a ring on the roof with ladders, and I turned off. Oh, God. I was like, like these guys are going to fight up a building with two mats the, at the same time. The irony is, why the hell isn't Cesaro in this match? That's, a, unfortunately, what has plagued his career is they always said he was the one, you know, that should be grabbing that brass ring, you know, during that, what was it, that Stone Cold, uh, you know, podcast. Where yeah. It was like grabbing that brass ring and Cesaro was brought up. And Cesaro, as we all know, hell, even the American Nightmare, uh, you know, even mentioned Cesaro's the best, most underutilized talent in all the world. And, and he's probably not wrong. He's probably what, top? 10 worldwide wrestlers technically. Oh, I mean, so you know good. more about Claudio than I do. I mean, you 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 know, you've watched his probably his whole entire career. I've, you know, seen some Ring of Honor stuff, some, you know, of course the stuff in the E, you know, but you probably saw that PWG stuff everywhere, you know, from the 2000s well, to work and, in and himself too. I mean, he's the worst like God, I really? in Indiana, yeah. That's um, crazy. I saw him at uh uh in 2000 Two, I think it was at MPW um, in Maple wow. Grove when they did MPW versus Chikara. That was pretty good. Uh, Kid Crazy, I think, on that show. It was pretty good. Nice. So you saw his hair in person. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it, it's, it's so it's, weird to look back uh, at that. Well, and then, you know, you top it off with exactly what you're saying with him being so underutilized and. Sami Zayn, you know, staying at home right now, choosing to not come. Well, now you got an opportunity to push somebody, and instead they just mm-hmm. have him and Nakamura be Corbin's lackeys. Then, oh god, like oh okay, that's even worse. 
I'm not gonna lie. I haven't watched WWE in probably why well, I can't believe it's almost been a month. Uh, the three weeks we we haven't done. Honestly, today was the first time, and I watched you know those those matches that you sent me a month ago. Uh, as we go rapid fire here in a bit, as uh, Shibata and Ishii did right away in that crazy ass uh, uh, G1 match. But um, oh yeah, I gotta besides that. Besides that, though, man, today was the first time I actually watched wrestling. And to be honest, I've I've watched AEW. That's uh, okay. Let me go back. I watch AEW in parts, rarely any E, you know, again, minus some clips and and hearsay and whatnot. Uh, A little bit of NXT. I watched a little bit from last night. Uh, But what made me fall in love with wrestling, and we'll talk about that, you know, in, in the next couple of days, probably Monday or Tuesday with the next show. Uh, was DDT because oh. that was the first whole show I watched uh, from, uh, I believe it was their number one show, DDT show number one, which is really tight. Um, and it just made me fall in love with it. It wasn't a chore. It was fun. It was excellent. I said, ah, okay, I can get back now. <laughs> you know, I'm ready <laughs> to get back to WCR. So WrestleCaster Radio. So very, very pumped. So as I'm wearing my uh, amazing, uh, you know, do you even Puro bro? Uh, sure, which you can get ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash a WrestleCast. Six awesome designs, 19.99. Pick your poison. But Ryan, holy moly, uh, a couple of great tag team matches as uh, the Revolt, uh, FKA, the Revival there, uh, talked about on Talk is Jericho. Uh, you know, they, they want to experience the tag team scene all over because the WWE apparently does not give a crap unless you have a little comedic element to your, uh, to your team here. And uh, we did not get any comedicness uh, with these tag matches from all Japan, uh, just from uh, yesterday, as well as uh, April 30th here. So some, uh, some exciting stuff there. Yeah, there was uh, much better tags than the Noah tag league. And, uh, you know, like I said, Noah tag league, well, that's going to, Quick, ten minute hitter quitter in and out. Not even discuss a lot. Hitter quitter. It wasn't worth it. Um, Ten minutes. (laughs) Maybe five. Look, you you know, I I gotta say, you're like, oh, we got a preview money in the bank, and then I find out you went on the the same sabbatical we did last year when we boycotted the E after Mania. Mania. (laughs) Yeah, and then you literally did it again, and I'm like, oh, better research this money in the bank pay per view. And the funny oh, thing yeah. is, is I record them. I DVR it like an hour before, and no, <laughs> no, I, I just say... delete it for space to DVR it to delete it to just DVR the next one. <laughs> That's messed up. That's how programmed you've always told me for the decade that we've known each other. You always told me, dude, you're programmed, you know, a certain way. They program their fans. And and by God, I think you're right. Hell, even the backlash that All Elite Wrestling, you know, is facing, you know, went from everybody's, you know, prom queen to like, oh, my God, you're the best to, oh, it's all ex-WWE guys. You said this. You said that. Like that meme I sent you. My God, mm-hmm. everything after last night on Twitter, from Facebook. The E guys are are going hard for their camp, and and it's kind of a little misleading because yeah, they you know they kind of did say that, but they're also let's be real, Ryan, they're putting all their other younger talent in that spotlight. Your MJFs, your you know your your Jurassic Express, all three of them. Hell, to you know, let's not forget um, uh, Darby Allen. 
you know, and Sammy Guevara. You know, that yep, was the one Sammy match Guevara from the last sure. show that people love. But Sammy Guevara, you know, with the inner circle and, and everything there has just been such an amazing, you know, part there. So while I do agree 1% with everyone's complaining, uh, they're still highlighting, you know, uh, you know, these wrestlers that weren't, you know, in that public eye, whether it was in the E or, you know, what have you, it's guys that were on the independent scene that now they are given that spotlight on a week by week basis. And I think are being shine. Yeah. Not everybody in the championship picture. Hell, Brody Lee didn't even get maybe one type, you know, championship shot while he was in the E there. So, Hey, why not? My only problem is I think it's too soon for him to take that L. But that's, you know, another topic mm-hmm. when we get to double or nothing. But, you know, it it just baffles me that, that people are just coming down hard on that. Do you think, you know, fans, Marks have a point in, in their, you know, grievances with All Elite and their WWE mid-card booking and pushing? Oh, my God. I'm just, I'm wrapping up this, this final tag. And as you're saying, do the Marks have a, have a valid reason? And all of a sudden, it's Shuji Shikawa on the other corner just smirking, waiting for Miyahara to get up so he can blindside Larry them and footstop him. Uh, my God, <laughs> I, I love the Violent Giants so much. They're so good. It's, it's as we've said, they're the team where you're like, oh, this should be really fun. And then they're just slow lumbering guys. But by the end of it, you're like, my God, they're so awesome for what they do. And um, but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, you know, I, I think, God, Miyahara, I think they can they have a, I think they have a valid reason, but I don't think they understand that their reason is wrong. And mm. I say that in an aspect of, yes, just like you posted, um, you know, I'll, I'll bring up that exact, uh, the exact meme you sent right now, just for the sake of the topic. <laughs> Let me scroll through. So A to A to be saying they won't just push former WWE guys as stars. The first big world title match was meant to be Pac versus Jericho for two WWE guys. Um, I counter with that saying, I don't agree with that. It should have been Pac and Page, if people remember correctly, because those are the two feuding because it was Jericho. Yeah, it wasn't Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. So I disagree with that one that from the from the meme they posted. Also, to me, Pac was a Dragon Gate guy. That was not a WWE guy. He left WWE. He went to Dragon Gate and was champion for 15 months and made that title amazing. I mean, I would have mm-hmm. never known what a riptide wrestling in Australia and who Cara Noir was. And now I, I still go back on your progress account and I'll check out the car in a war title matches just because I, I really think he's entertaining, you know? So I would nice. have never known about that if it wasn't for that. So, so I, I discredit that one. Um, your next big world title match was Jericho and Cody. Okay. So Jericho being your first world champion, I think was the smartest business and you should have done it. Mm-hmm. And you, you legitimately put Cody in a spot where you guys get to draw some money and then now you've taken him out of the world title picture forever, so nobody can ever use that against you. And it was to establish him in MJF, to build mm-hmm. a guy like you mentioned with him. So I disagree with that on that aspect. Big world title match was Jericho Moxley, two guys. Okay. And I, I think Moxley, they said, was the plan all along. They just He couldn't get in the door quick enough. So, mm-hmm. yes, okay, title defense goes from a WWE guy to WWE guy. I get that. I, I, I guess I can't fight that one. But Moxley is so much different than Dean Ambrose. So I oh, do look gotcha. at it that way. 
Um, and he got the title shot right after he kind of, you know, lit Japan on, on you know. Good call. On, on yeah. fire. That sounds horrible. But, you know, it was after the G1. It was after, you know, Minoru Suzuki. It was after, uh, you know, the the and the New Japan, North America, whatever the hell they call it, U.S. title. You know, it, it was after all mm-hmm. of this stuff that was happening. He had to forfeit the title because he was in a tsunami or whatever, you know, <laughs> aspect that they had there. So, I mean... This was way after he proved himself. Yeah, he's not your your uh, your Dean Ambrose. This is a guy that's going everywhere. This is you know the the guy he's going to be in the movie uh, the Cage Fighter. You know where where he's mm-hmm. that character. You know where he's just busting his ass and and showing people. No, this is the real me. If you didn't see me in CW Dragon Gate USA, this is who I am and more. And now he's showing that to the AEW audience think it's a totally a different style than what we saw on Mondays and uh, whenever the hell SmackDown was during his regime. Tuesdays, Thursdays, <laughs> Katil's Day, what have you. All, all of the above. <laughs> you know, but but that's where I, I, I say I can see the point, but I don't agree with it because I don't think they look at the context correctly. No. So I do disagree on that aspect. His first title offense was against Jake Hager. Okay, that was on a Wednesday night Dynamite and you were building Jake Hager as the Bellator guy with a cross promotion with Bellator, and it was and it was him mm-hmm. beating a Jericho guy. So you know he's beating an inner circle guy to keep that momentum going. So I don't have a problem yes. with that. And they made Hager look believable. So no, I don't I don't mind that whatsoever. It was not a pay per view. It wasn't him jobbing the title. It was just on a dynamite. Mm-hmm. No harm, no foul. And now the last thing is the Brody Lee thing, which I'm guessing is uh, is the double or nothing main event. Um, yes. So, okay, yes, it's another WWE guy, but he wasn't used at all in this light whatsoever. He wasn't pushed in this light whatsoever. And in a way, they're taking a shot at the marks because Brody mm-hmm. Lee is Vince McMahon in the WWE. So now it's John yes. Mox battling the WWE. In, in a huge irony battle of what that meme really is. So I disagree once again about that. So that's why, okay, I can see where people are mad about it, but it's not like TNA. When Ooh, TNA okay. got a WWE guy, I mean, Road Dog and Billy Gunn were tag champs in like 2005. Why? Huh? That's a big really? difference. Yeah. When they were the, they were three. I forgot no, they, they were, were in there. Or they were VKM, the Voodoo King Mafia, which was That's a play on right. editing Fruit. McMahon. Yep, yeah, yep. and Conan, I think, too, maybe. Beware! It's the 3LK oh. in the remix. Oh, you which didn't Hispanic know. wrestler do I dislike more, Conan or Rey Mysterio? <laughs> Shoot us on Twitter at WrestleCast <laughs> underscore SSM. We're going to put a poll up, and guess what, guys? I'm Mexican, y'all, but I don't like them. <laughs> Shout out to Juventude, the true yeah. uh, luchador. He's got the juice, baby. You know, so look at the way that Impact ran theirs, and look at the way that, that AEW is doing it. That's why I don't agree. Like, I, I see the argument, but I don't agree with the argument. I, I again, I, it's everything I said. I mean, look what they're doing with the, with the Archer, oh. you know, as as the big mm-hmm. meanie. You know, oh him and Rhodes, I thought had a hell of a match last week. Uh, you know, so much. You know, where Rhodes, you know, the week prior was like, "I'm going to retire if I lose." He picks up, mm-hmm. you know, he picks up the victory, 
then, you know, you're like, I, I don't know. Are we going to get Rhodes Rhodes for the TNT title? We're not going to be, you know, angry at that. But I'm I'm loving how, you know, you, you had the, what do they call them, the murder hawk. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Jake Roberts' protege, which, hey, that's tight. Um, you know, to, to come in and just decimate Rhodes was, was just great to see. I mean, obviously, A, he's been in the business his whole life, so he understood that's what he had to do. And then now to have this big monster go against Cody for the inaugural, you know, TNT, you know, title, I, I think it's just, again, smart booking. It's it's encapsulating, and honestly, it could go either way. And and I think that's the exciting portion of that, unlike, uh, you know, a Kento Miyahara tag team title match. <laughs> Kento was always like, right, you, got, you go finish the match. Oh, my partner got beat again. <laughs> Boy, like I said, poor Kira Francesco. He he goes from main eventing with Miyahara to opening with with Tajiri. I was like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> Getting slapped around by dude, Dan but he Kamura. got the biggest rub being in that match. Yeah, and and look, man, we've been talking about how good look, he, he looks so looked. good. Yeah, and and they saw it. Um, I'm loving that that two W, uh, the old Michinoku Pro. Oh, they're just letting people use their 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 building in Chiba. This is the two AW training facility. This blue building that all these companies are using, and really? everyone's just going okay. using the uh, using the Michinoku. What a great tag file stretch here with this match. Suwama yes. Tatsu's got Suwama in it again. Man, are you so good. you're still on it, right? Yep. Yeah, it's it's okay. got to be almost okay. over at this point. Um, no, it's it's a long one. Um, but you know all these people are using this building obviously DDT and Noah have their own um, building to use because they have their TV network and stuff like that but you know it's nice to get all these little 2AW and it's it's a cool little venue it's almost like a performance center type looking building it's kind of nice and it's it's lit well and you know they got that garage on the side of the building so they can get some air in the building Pretty good, pretty good run. <laughs> it's usually working. So. And I don't hate it too because you know, once again, all Japan is smart because, like AEW, they got their wrestlers and and people kind of sitting in the background in the bleachers so they can kind of get some crowd. And it's a small enough building where you can hear everybody, so it it doesn't make it feel as empty as you know when when you're watching WWE and you can hear the fans um, going on the ceiling because it's so quiet in there. Um, oh, me hard. So that'd be something fun to talk about, but yeah, it's just, it's just AEW is once again, Cody is being used to elevate people. He's not being used to get put over, you know, it took, you know, you look at the young bucks. They don't, they don't win anything hardly. Um, It took until Kenny Omega recently to, to get a push. And that's because they were pushing Adam page. So, I don't know. I just I think fans are trying to find something to complain about because why do we have to complain though? Yeah, I don't know. If you're going to complain, just watch WWE and just complain about how nonsensical <laughs> that booking is. Oh my god! I, don't know. I thought there was a guy at the store who came. Oh, you okay? You're at that part. I was about to bring that up. That's why I asked if you uh, <laughs> if you were finished. That that was tight. They just smoked. Oh that looks rough as hell. <laughs> that Tatsu just ate a lariat. Oh, yeah. he's still going. This match is awesome. Oh, yeah. Man. This is the great. final five minutes is great. 
this is a this is like a good Peter Pro Wrestling Summit tag you can catch Friday night. Oh my God, Yoshitatsu's dead. <laughs> yeah. This is the match, though, that made me a believer. Yoshihashi will never get that from me, but Yoshitatsu tonight, or uh, when I watched it this morning, uh, from 5-6 here uh, at the All Japan Show, uh, number two, I believe it's called, um, he won me over. I think he won me over during the Champions Carnival last year as well, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, but but this match, I was like, holy shit, he's he's getting everything and anything done to him. He was Suwama's personal, like... Uh, doll, you know, he was just a doll. <laughs> but it was so finally kids of and Tatsu's just laying there, like, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know, that's the one thing we said about Yoshi Tatsu, too, is like, as much as we bag on him, like, you know, remember how he had he had like a four and three quarter star match with with a uh, title match with Miyahara last year. Like, we're like, mm-hmm. oh no, they're giving Tatsu a title shot. And by the end of it, we're like, oh no, my god, true. that was great. And obviously, you have arguably the best wrestler in the world in there with him, but he hung with him. And mm-hmm. that's all you can ask for in a situation like that is can Tatsu go to get the match made great like it will be? Yeah, and he did. It was awesome. Oh, um, my gosh. So, obviously, AEW will, will have a double or nothing is in two <laughs> weeks from now. So, next week or the week after, we'll have to get that previewed. Uh, we got a little bit of stuff. Maybe we, maybe we wait till after. Are, are we going to spend, do you think they should charge the full price for this show? That's Without, far. you know, an audience? It's if not in Vegas. Gonna, if they're going to give us the same wrestling quality that they normally give us, then I don't mm-hmm. have a problem paying for it. Okay. You know, if, if, if we're going to get just as good a, cause that's the one thing about AEW is they don't pull punches on these matches like mm-hmm. that, that Trent Ferretta, Kenny Omega match from a few weeks ago was tremendous. Mm-hmm. You know, and Agreed. that was, uh, what was something that they that did went to the limit, which mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. Which I, I really appreciate. I was like, Oh yeah. Trent Ferretta's an awesome singles wrestler. <laughs> Whoop. You know, I'm excited Forgot to about watch that from four years ago. The Beretta Moxley, or the yeah, or no, it's not Kazarian Moxley. Um, yeah, but, that's actually about to start here, I think, on my TV, which I'm excited. Um, but look at uh, you know, look at look at Spears Cody from a couple weeks ago. That match was really good. Definitely you know, better so, than the uh, the chair shot match. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So there's you know they still keep doing it. So I mean, depending what like I now I wonder. Um, the Bucks obviously didn't do this week's tapings because they stayed at home. Hangman Page is still at home, so I don't know what's going to happen with those with those guys. But you know, if we get the full roster and everyone's there doing, you know, working as hard as they can, and everything is what it normally is, minus obviously minus the fans, mm-hmm. but. You know, you have you have people that you could place in the crowd to make it still work. They've shown they can do that. Then yeah, I wouldn't hate it. I I would mm-hmm. I would pay for it because I know I'm going to get a good show. I know I'm going to get some good wrestling. I yeah no I'm sorry I'm just watching uh, Moxley saunter down the ring and I'm like yeah that guy looks like a heavyweight champion um, and. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, 50, I, I think it's fine. I mean, if they go their, their normal three and a half, four hours, you know, it'll be great. And especially when they have their casino uh, ladder match for the, uh, the, the championship opportunity there. Uh, what do you think in that bite on the E during the same time as their big uh, ladder <laughs> grasping for the, uh, the title shot matchup? Have they announced um, any of the participants yet? I'm I'm like I two dynamites so. behind, so I gotta. Okay. That's that's. I'm trying to. Get, I'm almost. I was. Did I just Randy Orton Night of Champions you? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I that's my own fault for being behind. This is this is something where I don't have a lot to watch. And I should be. I just inventory beat my ass. You know, today when I did my not to get it's into only your fault here. if she says it's your fault from being behind. <laughs> So on my inventory reconciliation page where I have to input everything that there's an error, it stopped <laughs> oh, me. It like stopped me from being able to enter um, errors, and I had to submit the report. Print. You really have forty five pages. It gives me ninety seven items um, to add on this list. So after I put those ninety seven. I had to print that, scan it, and put it on a flash drive so I could email it. And then I had to start a second page of 97 things, which I almost filled that. The, the, um, the no-count report of things that they missed in your store um, was how our inventory works with them. Where, uh, like, I don't know if you've used a WIS before. It's kind of like Regis. Yes. Yeah, and so they give you that report where we missed, like, six pages of things that you're supposed to have, and you go research it. Ours was 30. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, so, you gave that company shit, right? Oh, it was bad. They, they were supposed to be there at six to tag the store, seven to start scanning. They didn't show up till yeah. six fifty to tag. Like then, good old Toys R Us days. <laughs> they scan the store. They're done by ten thirty, so we get a half an hour to research. You know, we have like twenty six pages of like three, four items on each to research. Okay, it's not a big deal. There's like five of us. We're only going to research the things that are like over like 100 bucks or 500 bucks or something like that, whatever the price was. We do all that. We give them the sheets at like 11.15. It took them till 1.20 to finally uh, to finally uh, give us our results because the guy's like, yeah, so that's the number we got. So if we missed, you know, two of them put a plus two, if we counted two more, put a minus two and we'll fix it that way. We're like, you don't want us to just write down the exact number we count. He's like, no, I'll just do a plus or minus. So then we give them all to him and <laughs> he God. inputs it as the exact count. We're like, you wanted plus or minus. That's what you told us. He goes, oh yeah, I did. Shoot, I entered it all wrong. So then he had oh, to re-enter all the scratch. I was going to choke him. My LP lady. Did you Jake Lee him and want to talk to his manager? Because they, they <laughs> yeah, can't should. do it. Well, my LP is like is 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 like like that, but she doesn't act like that. But she's got the same haircut and everything. She could be a Karen, but she's she's really nice. <laughs> she's not. But uh, I wanted Jake Lee for her. Maybe we should call the male Karen Jake because of Jake, how stupid I like it. Jake Lee looks all the time coming to the ring. <laughs> Um, I love it how uh, Iwamoto is all like he has the mask he has you know the the, wrist, uh, the camera all focuses on him he gets into the ring he's all like yeah you know he's like I'm you know Koji Iwamoto and then here's Jake Lee just like huh whatever just you know on the apron walking in like oh yeah he's a tag or he was a tag champion but it's just yeah I, I dislike him so much 
I hate how he gets opportunity after opportunity. He's the anti-Orton. You have all that talent, and I don't know. Or this is Orton when he was like 27 years old. Look look at how good him and he looked with Kumarashi and Shotaro Ashino. Like, he was in there Mm -hmm. with Infant Cerebrates. He was looking fantastic. Oh, gotcha. But then, like, every time he's got to sell or do something, he just has the same face. Like, Ashido just finally after that crazy forum European uppercut, which, is a, like, the fake fans started getting into. You could hear him like, yeah! <laughs> Ashido hits this violent German suplex, and Jake Lee rolls over, and he's still making the same facial expression he made when he walked to the ring. <laughs> like, oh, why is going on? That's why I texted you when he came to the ring, and he was just kind of like, uh... And then he did his little chest pose and, like, bows his head and still doing the same face, and I'm just like, I hate you so much. Because when the match gets going and you start showing fire, it's like, yes, this is you. This is what I knew Mm -hmm. you could be. And then it's gone. And you're just like, well, how does this happen, man? I have no idea. I... (laughs) Again, when when you're given everything, I, I I don't know. Maybe that's the character. He's just a millennial. Like, hey, I got all this, and I'm entitled to be in all these main events, and give me these all Asia tag team championships, and let me face Kento Miyahara four times in a year. And it's just, I don't know. I don't. I have no it's idea. True though, Kento Miyahara like goes out of his way to do everything he can yep. to make that guy a star because Kento Miyahara knows I gotta have a second. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think they took the title off him too quick because he's got a second. It was the man that was killing Jake Lee and Koji Iwamoto. I mean, that guy is a bona fide star. <laughs> I'm so excited that you finally get to see him work um, other than videos yeah. because he is a freaking treat to watch. And that was my that was the match. That was you have Shotaro Ashino win the carnival and face Kento Miyahara. <laughs> There's your match. And, and that's, yeah. gonna, that's where I go. All right, well, let me just get out the notebook and put match of the year contender and write it down before it even happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's one of those things where it's like, oh, Okada versus Ibuchi. I'll write it down because there's no way this is not going to be a match of the year contender. <laughs> so, true, so true. And it's just, and then meanwhile, Jake Lee gets put, he gets put in the first program with Ashino. And they're standing there face-to-face, and Jake Lee is looking down at Ashino, and Ashino's just smirking at him with his cauliflowered ears, and Jake Lee's just like, <laughs> which way did he oh, go? Geez. I'm like, come on, man. You're in there with the guy from Wrestle 1 who chose this freaking company, and they're giving you the first run, and you're like, hey, uh, just, <laughs> just here Hey, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah, so that's dumb. God, I don't know. I, I what what, so what will make Jake Lee like pop out, stand out? I mean, again, his kicks are great, but but he just has like a four or five spot, you know, to, or move set seems like. Yeah. And half of those are just like the uh, the the kick pads. What? Look, look look exactly. He had that great spot near the end with Kumarashi, who, by the way, that was X for people that are waiting for the results. We'll, we're spoiling it now. Wait, and, that wasn't Mohawk Urien? Because I swear <laughs> that, was, that was him. At least that's my, my name in the notes for him. <laughs> God, all Japan, Magic Suwa Wama. 
<laughs> oh, uh, he doesn't even get that love anymore. Did you actually see the name? No, now he's I, just <laughs> Suwa Space Ma. So he's on the announcer screen. They t- they took the magic off. I guess when I guess when you're uh, when you win the championship, they just take the magic right off of you. <laughs> oh, please give it to Jake Lee. <laughs> yeah. But like he's he's working this kick spot with Kubarashi, and Arashi grabs his leg and just starts laughing at him sisterly. I'm like, yep, dude, Kubarashi. I cannot wait to let him and Shino get put together in the, in the tag league because they're going to be awesome. Ooh, that would be dope. That would be a tight and, team. And then Jake Lee breaks away and he's just like, huh, huh. I'm like, come <laughs> on, dude. What, is, what are you doing? Like, please. Oh you know, and then you get, you get, um, you get Koji Wamoto in there, and he's having the time of his life with these guys. Oh, that guy's, yeah, he's like flopping around, getting beat up. He's doing some beating up. And again, it sucks. You know, as I texted you before the show, it it pisses me off where he's just treated like the bushi of all Japan, where you know both these guys are talented. They they have you know everything in the palm of their hand. The the crowd, the move set, the the character, and. They're, they're just, you know, just utilized for the pins to make everyone else look good. Mm-hmm. But hey, these guys just aren't, you know, your your uh, your good hands, if you will. These guys can can definitely put asses in the seats. And you know, I was rooting for you know Iwamoto to uh, you know be that that entrance for the uh, the Champions Carnival. You know, where where unfortunately Nomura. Had to be taken out in Ayanomura. So, speaking Ooh. of a guy that deserved to win that oh. title from Kento Miyahara, um, ah. not Jake Lee, or at least have more title, you know, uh, options for that. But, um, yeah, no, uh, what, what did I write here in my notes here? God, no more, um, man. Or Nomura. I was like, good match again. Iwamoto is used to put over while Lee just kicks his way into a match with Ashino. Unless he joins the Ashino artillery. Which, you know, when he kind of came out to Ashino on that first night, you know, I was like, what is he doing? I was like, is Ashino going to, you know, because I, you know, I spaced about the Infants, you know, uh, Terrible, you know, aspect there. No idea who, who you know, this guy was, you know, coming out, you know, that first night. Uh, but, oh, uh, you skate you know, yeah. Yes, yes. And I was like, huh? And then he had another tag partner. Yeah. I'm like, who are these people? Because, again, they just have X. You know, on on all Japan, so I'm like, oh, is this the same person? Did he gain 100 pounds? You know, in like a night, but um, <laughs> it was just you know a little a little confusing. But then I was like, wait a second, Ryan would always talk about the stable he was in, so did some research. Like, oh, okay, uh, but still have him in my notes as Mohawk Irie. But uh, if that was a team man, uh, you know, Ashino and and um, <laughs> not Mohawk Irie, I'll find it again. But that team could do some some business, and I think that's a team. As much as we, you know, probably won't like to hear this, that's a team I could see finally take uh, the straps of the Violent Giants yeah. and put on yeah. a hell of a match. A believable yeah, depending team. What you, depending what you want to do with Ashino, I mean, it's a hell of a good idea. May, hey, maybe we get an Infants Terribles taking on Purple Haze, and we get uh, Kuma Arashi versus, versus Shigehiro Irie. And then you could have Mohawk Irie versus Shigehiro Irie in a big <laughs> off battle. 
Like a big Irish Shimizu just runs in randomly. Oh, it's like, what? This is a, a Spider-Man meme. Speaking of big Irish Shimizu, I don't know if you uh, had a, had any free time to rewatch night uh, the last week of the summit, but that eight-man no. Rattel versus it was the Rattel versus Real Extreme Diffusion in an eight-man tag, and it there was I couldn't even call the match. There was so much going on. Um, <laughs> My lord, is it a I, Texas I, tornado uh, eight man? No, but it, by the end of it, it kind of became that they just no one cared anymore. And then <laughs> eight just got a barbed wire bat and like, and then big R's trying to get people counted out again. It's not working. I mean, it was just chaos. And then, <laughs> oh my god, That's I'm funny. like trying to. By the end of it, I grabbed my cat and cloak. I'm like, if you all got a drink, hold it in the air and take a sip. And then somebody tipped me ten bucks. I was like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, I, I love how in this Dan Tamora is Tamora boys. Mm-hmm. And oh, how uh, yes. uh, uh, Eichmann is uh, Kuroshio Handsome Jiro. <laughs> <laughs> Which once again, speak of that Champions Carnival, we would have had Jiro Eichmann Kuroshio too. Man. And I mean, do you you think he's, I know we talked about this possibly the last couple of shows and, you know, uh, Hey, I'm not going to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to pat myself on the back. Remember when I brought up, I said, Hey, with all these releases that they did, what does this mean for NXT UK? And of course, you know, possibly, you know, what, what does this mean, you know, for the NXT Japan now NXT Japan, you know, allegedly is dead in the water, obviously. Uh, but also NXT UK's future might be kind of in limbo here and might shut down, which again, what happens with all that talent? You know, what what are the contracts like? But, you know, if they're not going to do an NXT Japan, you know, and, you know, obviously they have their, their sites elsewhere. Do you think Yuri, uh, not Yuri, damn it. Um, do Yurio, ah, God, why can't I think of uh, names? Uh, Euro, um, do you think he possibly still makes the jump? to NXT or the E or do you think he that's why he said hey I'm not going to leave until you know I I enter and and participate in the Champions Carnival do you think that was the way of him saying I'm here to stay yeah I think oh he did sign sign. oh he did for sure okay I don't know that maybe or maybe they just they just chose to know it yeah that's possible that's definitely possible because um, who was the Sari? Uh, it's the same thing with her. Yes. Like yep. I was like, damn it! You know, the E stole her before she she was gonna work stardom. No, uh, uh, no. Uh, Takumi Aroha was was a fantastic replacement in one of my favorite matches this year. Her and uh, um, Mayo Iwatani. So I mean, well, you know, I mentioned that one to you. Go out of your way to check that out if you haven't, guys. But. It was supposed to be Mayu Iwatani and Saru, which made me think Saru was going to go to stardom, too. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe she doesn't go, too. She And she had came out and openly cut a press conference about how she's heading over to, to the States to show why Japanese women's wrestling is the best in the, in the, in the world. You know, maybe, maybe she still goes. Maybe Eichmann doesn't go. I hope not, man. Because this is literally that spark for All Japan. You're bringing in the, the, the top stable in Wrestle 1. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And apparently you got Eichmann to come in, too. And they're going to both work the carnival. I mean, it's oh, just... Oh, man. 
Like, if I'm all Japan, I know you cancel the carnival. I still think you, you run it this summer. Do it in the fall? Place. Yeah, or the fall, yeah. Yeah, perfect. If you can get with it, just do it. Because you have such good Do you run it against G1? Oh, that's hard. Maybe you don't do your don't run the real world tag league. Yeah, I'm fine with that. (laughs) Or run it in October after. You don't um, want to pull a Noah. Yeah, God. Well, because we talk about the lack of depth with all Japan, and and like we're just talking here, it's it's just got a considerably amazing upgrade. You know, with, with not only the Infants, you know, to replay, but, you know, with, with Ikemen, you know, I, I think with, uh, you know, uh, Iwamoto, you know, kind of making some noise here. I, I think, mm-hmm. again, this, this could be some, some good stuff, some some ex, extra wrestlers. Urie, you know, I can I finally say that again, you know, with Purple Haze, you know, kind of being, you know, part of that faction now, you know, instead of kind of circling around different uh, companies. So, I yeah, this could definitely be a blessing in disguise for all Japan. And, you know, I don't think it's something that's going to happen. Um, I, I, and, you know, as crazy as this is going to sound, I don't think they need to do it, even though it would be an upgrade. But I think you need to ride out the inbound three blaze a little bit first before you go in, go too crazy. But with mm-hmm. Wrestle One closing down, you know, that's one less company Stronghearts are working. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously they're doing the damn hearts thing with, DDT with Damnation. Damn hearts. Is that a shirt? <laughs> I want a shirt. <laughs> but, and, you know, I'm and Matt saying, Jackson would still get it wrong. Yeah, we call them the damn lovers. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, so, I, I just, I, they, <laughs> they're on the upswing with, the, they, they got in there with Wrestle One and they grabbed these guys before anyone else could. Because I thought for mm-hmm. sure with 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 Light It um, and Cyber Agent, you know, having no one out with DDT, I'm like, oh, that's a perfect spot. Shataro Ashino's going to go in there and fit in there like a glove because he's going to be so good against Sugera and Kiyomiya and Go and Nakajima and Kano and all those guys. Like, he's perfect for that company. I was oh, like, but they don't need yeah. another guy like that. I was like, if he could go somewhere else and really explode, it would be fantastic. And I mean, obviously, would be in trouble, but I just didn't want to see it. I wanted something different. So the fact that All Japan did get them is like, there you go. This is what you need. Mm-hmm. This is oh, what the company I, I think this shoots them, shoots them easily. I mean, it's hard to to break it down on you know rankings of these companies. Hell, after that that DDT show, um, you know they they easily slide in my number two position. I think they probably have always been my number two. Yeah. But with all Japan, with the, these tag matches and, and, you know, just, you know, kind of discussing the depth of this roster now, they they might have even, you know, kind of gone into the third position, you know, where, where it sucks because, you know, I, I love Dragon Gate, you know, especially from 2019 now. But it, it's, it's, a, it's a good and bad thing, you know, yeah. in a way where you're like, where am I going to rank these? And obviously we don't have to. But, you know, for, for marks and whatnot, I think it's just all enjoyable. I think it's just all upgradable, and, and All Japan is definitely one to watch going forward, you know, depending on what they do with this situation that the world is facing. But, hell, man, I mean, 
Satoru Ishino, man, I, I get it now. <laughs> this guy is, is amazing. Ooh, this guy is your submission suplex machine. This guy is your Taz of Japanese wrestling. This guy is your Shingo Takagi of all Japan wrestling. Except this guy does a little bit more submission moves. You know, he'll slap on that ankle lock modification or not. And, and everything he does is just amazing. He is a mm-hmm. big, strong boy. And uh, singles or tag, this guy can bring it. And, and he's, you know, he is, uh, he's a guy you could market because one, the one credit we always give a guy like Nick Aldis is he looks in a suit. Shitaro Shino looks like a, like a Bond oh, yeah. villain. I mean, he <laughs> is just incredible with with, with his even wears a oh. shirt with him and a yeah. <laughs> so tight. I I mean it it was just so perfect him going to all Japan so I I you know and it helps to you know kind of not not ranking to rank but how you mentioned you know all Japan maybe sliding into that three Dragon Gate's kind of in that weird spot where like New Japan is where they have so much money they don't need to run mm-hmm. correct yeah you know so they're fine not doing it and DDT could get away with not running too but I think they just like doing it mm. and I got a sense of that from, from this show. You know, I, I can't wait for you to watch it, but yeah, I, I think you're right there and and good for these two companies because again, they're more considered, you know, kind of, you know, below new Japan and I, and I believe dragon gate. And so yeah. I think with them, you know, it's it, it more exposure, I think is the better, you know, like all elite right now, you know, kind of w- without, you know, cause everyone's poo pooing on the E I think all elites, even with their, you know, detractors at the moment, I think it enhances them because they make their TV presentation more enjoyable. A la what DDT did, and I believe what All Japan did, whether it was fake, you know, putting in the noise or, or whatnot. I think, you know, with them having, you know, people still making noise, again, it was a more enjoyable show. And how they, you know, structured their camera angles and, and everything and the lighting mm-hmm. of their shows, that's what sets them apart from what I think is happening on Mondays and Fridays, in my opinion. <laughs> And, and the nice thing, too, is with, with Dragon Gate and New Japan not running, those are, you know, the match styles are so hard-hitting and, and so, you know, I mean, you watch, you know, Naruki Doi title defense or a Susumu Yokosuka title match, you know, when he was Brave Gate champion or, you know, even, even mm-hmm. you know, Kaido Shida match, things like that. Like, they work so hard. Having these, these guys getting a break on their bodies is a good thing. Yeah, very true. So, very it, true. When these guys all come back, I mean, think of how think of how great the next New Japan big event show is going to be with these guys all well rested and anxious and ready to go. Just imagine Abushi. Oh my God, Abushi and Naito in their necks. How great and healed up are these guys going to be, man? Just to do it all over again. He's already hoping that Osaka Joe can happen with Dominion. He's already trying to figure out ways to climb onto the roof. If I go up this way, like he's calling Ma, uh, Mao up and he's like, hey, man, I got a question for you. Can you see if you can figure out a way to climb to the top of Osaka Joe for Dominion? We always underappreciate you. <laughs> uh, three matches you would book for Dominion right now. Go. Oh, God. Okay, so no storylines. You're just going to give us something? Just go. Just like, hey, we're back. We're New Japan. We're going to put on, you know, your Wrestle Kingdom 10 type of a card. Three matches. Hell, let's go four. Okay. 
I'm giving you Okada Naito again. You're getting the rematch right away. I'm just going to throw it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to get enough people that are going to go, well, shit, Naito's losing. So I think you'll get it. You you get that finish where you don't know what's going to happen, which makes it tremendous. Um, Let's go. Can I now by using my basing this off of anyone who's worked like Wrestle Kingdom and stuff too? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, let me get let me get Shingo versus Kenta. Ooh, that would be dope. For the never, obviously. Yep. Um, let yep. me get the revival versus the golden aces. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sign sign us up. Thank and, you. Uh, Sorry, Callie me... just brought me burria, which is a fantastic dish that I've never heard of, and I'm Mexican, and uh, <laughs> as I established earlier, but shit. twice in <laughs> twice in a week, it's like just a wonderful, like just I, I don't even know, but like it's all about the broth that it comes in that you can dip it, and essentially you kind of like put it in a you know tortilla, and you actually like grill it, and you kind of like make it like really crazy, but it's like the best thing in the world, but I will listen to your, your match card. So uh, Jen, get on your food game. Come on. We're back on the air. WrestleCats radio. Gang, gang. So, um, uh, so I, I, I actually, I'm going to, I want to, I want to do five matches. So I'm going to give you two more move um, versus Desperado because they're so good together that you could just throw it together and it wouldn't matter. And then give me <laughs> John true. Moxley versus Jay White. Woo! Okay, okay. Uh, so the card. revolt, uh, FKA the revival. Um, is that your big surprise? Like yeah. type of talent there? Okay. Yeah. I dig because that. even if people don't know him, can you imagine? Like, you know, here comes oh, they two know five him. foot ten guys, and imagine how well, like, they could run their their old salt spots. And you'd have Abushi and Tanahashi bumping all over the place and biting into it. And <laughs> can you imagine the hotbag of Hiroshi Tanahashi when the people are so sick of these two southern scumbags cheating on Kota Abushi the whole time? Oh my God. God that would be so good. <laughs> that would be really dope. I'm not going to lie. Oh, Tanahashi starts throwing sling blades. Oh, I can see it now. <sighs> they do the shatter machine on Abushi and he gets up or, just to like. If you can't use Moxley, what I would do otherwise is I would have Jay White come out and I would have the machine gun make his re-debut yep. and take out Jay White. Oh, so and that's how you get White out of the BC, huh? Like, it, and the only, like, I don't think that's the smart move yet. Like, maybe like three years from now. But yeah. I'm still in three years. When, I, I, like, the Jay White run is so good. I just, I truly think that when Jay White finally goes babyface, that mm-hmm. he is going to be super over because that that crowd accepted him when he was a young lion as just the babyface with the with the shitty haircut. Oh. So when he goes, when he finally goes back, I think it'll be like the Ben K syndrome, where you know okay. he, he, won't, he won't be in the ring and apologize and say I'm here to I'm gonna I'm gonna get revenge on those guys. But I think you can have him get jumped and everyone would assume he's leaving like every other leader who gets jumped. And then he stops and stands up. <laughs> and like the, I think the fans would cheer for him. And I think you could have him kind of stop 
and like accept it and then shake his head no and just walk away and then you slow turn it into it. Do like, you, you have man? David Finley like could come and make a save, and there's where you could start getting David Finley into that little push that they were slowly trying to get to. <laughs> like, no I think you could do a that. lot with it. Um, you know what would be dope? Not, I, mean, I mean, people want to see the white. No one wants to see Finley push. Um, but what would be cool, though, is uh, if for some reason Finley comes out and he's here to save White, and then White just beats him down just to swerve the swerve. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He's like, I don't need your help. And then he rejoins Bullet Club. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't think you That's need machine gun. <laughs> I don't think you need machine gun and gallows. I know, uh, obviously, people love them as a team. But I think if you want to get Anderson back, I think he should be that singles guy that yeah. you've talked about and praised, you know, when, when he was, you know, on that route. And I think you, you tease that they're back, but then you kick Gallows out there. What, what are your thoughts on that? I don't even think you need to bring Gallows with them. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, I thought I'm think... not on Gallows, but I just – Look, Machine Gun needs to go and have one more good run. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'll say it to this day. You know, watch, I think it's the 2013 G1 Finals where he makes the finals against Okada. It's so good. 2015 and 2014, I think both of the matches he has, I think, against Hiroki Goto or 2016. Just tremendous matches. Like, people need to watch more Carl Anderson <laughs> to understand what I'm talking about. Cause he's so I agree. Good. I, I'm one of those people. I think he even put, he tweeted or, or posted something where it was uh, stills from that match, and he was like, You're welcome, Okada. Or you know, something <laughs> along the lines there. <laughs> I like that. And, uh, that's funny. And, and they had their podcast back, and I've been listening to that, you know, nonstop. It's, uh, of course, Gallows and Anderson and uh, Rocky Romero. So it's kind of like a throwback to, you know, when they had their podcast back in the new Japan days, but uh, it's really, really great talking shop. I want to, I want to say it's called, but uh, it's fun to listen to them, you know, kind of talk about, you know, their, their new Japan days, even before the release. And then of course, after the release, there's like, Hey, we can talk about anything. Uh Oh, did you, did you, are you caught up on NXT at all? Uh, I watched the first couple of matches last night. So I, the only reason I'm not caught up on AEW is because, like, for whatever reason, I started binging NXT because it was first on my DVR, so I wanted to finish all of NXT before I'm all of AEW. And uh-huh. I, I just finished Zia Lee and Chelsea Green. My God, I, how do you not know how to take an unprettier? That was the worst-looking <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Zia Lee should be fired. She's as bad as Aaliyah. Italy is terrible. Ooh. Yeah, you are not a fan. Well, she didn't have her head tucked. Oh, God, that was Aaliyah who made a rundown. Oh, no, they're going to put Aaliyah with this. Oh, God, bless America. Oh, it gets worse. The Injury Sisters. That should be their <laughs> she, name. Aaliyah was looking up when they did the Unprettier and didn't like, put her face in the ground. And she just landed like flat. It was terrible. She almost like, gave herself whiplash. I love how they, they signed Chelsea Green and then fire her boyfriend. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. Now she's just everywhere on social media. I'm like, Ugh. isn't that <laughs> hey, a dig? Speaking of that here, uh, before we start getting into some of these results in the hour or two here, uh, do you realize 
Oh, no, because you haven't watched it. So you didn't see who broke up one of the backstage fights on SmackDown, did you? One of the no. agents that was there? Sanjay Dutt was on TV breaking. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Which reminded me, who didn't get furloughed? A lot. Uh, the other one who... You're talking about the one that, that stayed at your house? No. I'm talking oh. about the luckiest man in the world. The the best businessman alive. Jeff Jarrett? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was even I, with the company. How is he? How did he? Like, he's just sitting in there. Could you imagine he's like Finley and all that walk by? He's like, all right, now we'll see y'all later. Oh, Jeff that's Jarrett. Not, that, wow. Do you think <laughs> oh, Jarrett? Because it, it, <laughs> it seems like Vince is going to, you know, pretty much let control. Of course, I don't know if you saw that hashtag fake news uh, reports that were saying WWE is willing and, and soon there's going to, you know, Vince McMahon's going to sell the E to ESPN or, you know, slash Disney or, or this company. And, you know, a lot of these, you know, sheets were, you know, kind of, you know, reposting and this and that. And I would always look at the source. And I'm like, well, that's not real. That's not even a real site. And so, you know, it's just kind of laughable. But let's be real. That guy's got a lot of going on. So it wouldn't surprise any of us if he did try to sell to, you know, one of these companies here, Amazon, you know, Viacom or whatever, or what have you, Fox. Um, but with that aspect, do you think somehow in the end, uh, whether, you know, God forbid, you know, he, he goes on uh, to the dark side, a la, you know, via The Undertaker or just sells the company? You think Jarrett somehow becomes in charge of the E before it's all said and done? <laughs> I was gonna say that to you before you before you said what you did. Is, he, is that the biggest thing that you know that'll probably ever happen? He really is. He's the real son-in-law. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. It was never Hornswoggle or Ken Kennedy. It was Jarrett the whole time. Oh my God, that's awesome! Can, can, that... can you tell me what the hell Scarlet Bordeaux is doing? In this entrance? No, but it's tight. Why is she, Oh my god, her facial expressions are ridiculous. <laughs> you should send on? the in, you should send her intro to Jen and say, when you come home from work, this is what you must do. I dig the smoke. <laughs> I, I dig the color and, and like the steam in the ring. I think that's pretty cool. But she she needs to calm the hell down. <laughs> She is going I, every which way. She's trying to lip sync the music. Her face, why is she doing all this stuff with her mouth? <laughs> it's like watching <laughs> Phoenix back in Lucha Underground where his mouth closes still. <laughs> she's obviously trying to do a TikTok. Duh. Uh, um, I, 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 oh, what's up? It's uh, Leon Ruff. Part of the, the Skulk. Ooh. Leon Ruff, he's part of the Skulk with A.R. Fox in Brooklyn oh, Wall. Okay. A.R. Fox, tight. Man, um, all this edge is going to pan out. Yeah. Well, that edge is going very over the top. <laughs> His face! Wow, My for God, you I can't stop so laughing at this. His face! In her face! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, okay, they're going to try to make him a big... You're, you ain't the Wama, baby. Stop doing that. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't be watching this right now. This face! My God! Did you watch this match? No. No, I did not. 
God, you need to just watch his face. <laughs> okay, good. It's already over. I think it's gonna be over. Um, yeah, it's over. It's over. So, all right. So, the 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 Noah Tagley. I just want to run through it really really quick for no reason, just just for the sake of. Um, so we have I'm Tagley. pretty sure Jen already makes those facials, right? <laughs> yeah, when when uh when I come home and start asking for things, and she's like, oh god. He's like he's home. Wow! Like, yeah. Whoa! That smoke is red. That is kind of. Oh, you watch? Did you see her? Did you watch her like try to like? Yeah, she was. It's like she was go-go dancing. And then the so what does this lady. guy do? So he's tall or what? What's his gimmick? Why is he? Why is the internet Mark so enamored with Killer slash Karrion Cross? I don't know. He 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 is really over in AAA, and I don't really watch a lot of AAA. So was Matt Morgan. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I so is John Walters. Sure. <laughs> so you're saying this guy's Matt Morgan, best drop kick in all the land? Damn, don't say that, Lance. Okada would be mad at you. Uh, don't you mean uh, Randall Keith Orton? <laughs> no, no, I don't whatsoever. I, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, really, really, Rainmaker Kazuchi Okada is what I mean. RKO. I don't know, man. Orton's drop kicks. It's perfect. I, I don't. What is she doing with her face? Now she's like, she's like Matt Hardy. She's like biting at the. <laughs> oh my god. We don't need to see. I don't. I don't. If I don't ever see that again, I won't be mad. Um, so are they like so Satanists or what's their gimmick? Sure. PG Satanists. Yeah, that sounds about right. There Just we go. enough to look like Demon Kane. <laughs> Demon Kane, what? Remember Demon Kane? He was before corporate Kane. Oh yes, yes. Sorry, I'm, so he put him. He didn't even have the submission on fully, and the guy tapped. <laughs> um. So Noah Tagley, night man, one. that was rough to watch. So night one starts off with the most uh, confusing thing I've ever seen. Uh, we they obviously start the tournament with Axis, Doshiyazaki, Katsuhiko Nakajima, who are on the losing end against Akatoshi Saito and Sayo Inoue, the two old guys who can barely walk. Really. Saito, uh, Saito uh, oh. defeats Go Shiyazaki, the heavyweight champion, with a Steiner yeah. screwdriver. <laughs> was it done correctly, at least? Oh, I thought he killed. I mean, it was it was for the most part safe because his sides are so fat. Oh my god, I'm so happy I didn't watch that. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I, it, I gave it a two and a half because of WTF, and then I and then I, Inoue got his ass beat. <laughs> So that's that's <laughs> my favorite. Uh, then uh, Naomi Chibara, Fuji, Masaki, Mochizuki defeat Kaido Kiyomi and Shuhei Tanaguchi three and a quarter. The problem with these matches were they were all like twenty five minutes, twenty five thirty minutes, and they do not know how to do these empty arena shows. It's not like All Japan. I'm looking at the All Japan show with the Violent Giants. 1107. That's Get in there and get out. These matches were all like 30 minutes. That was the problem. Um, Jesus. 
night two, uh, two and a half stars with Adu Pri and El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. defeat K- Congo, uh, Kano, and Masa Kiyomiya. Uh, Kitamiya loses to Rene Dupree via uh, unsafe pile driver where Dupree put his hand down to land, so he didn't even hold his body straight. Okay. Um, That's and not then good. Uh, Takashi Sugera and Shriek, or Hideki Shrek Sakine defeat Daisuke Sakamoto and Yoshiki Inamura. Went two and a half on that. Night three, uh, Sakamoto and Inamura defeated Akatoshi Saito and Maseo anyway. Uh, two stars. Um, and then Congo against Masaki Mochizuki and uh, Naomichi Marafuji. Um, Congo gets the victory on that one. I don't even rate. I didn't even rate it. And I like every one of those guys. So your criteria: two, two and a half. Are these matches you would ever watch again, or is it like no. three and a half up is where you would watch them again, or is it the four star and up where you would watch again? And pro- I mean, I, I'd watch a good two and a half, three star match if it was entertaining. But like, mm-hmm. like these matches were like twenty six minutes, thirty five yeah, minutes. Egregious. Just, <laughs> like, Way too much. No, it, it's just like they should have been easy watches. They weren't. That's what made this so difficult. Especially when there's no audience, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and they didn't even like our show. Do it well. Yeah, like they didn't even do it well, which is the other problem with it. Um, oh then we had, um, what was next on this? We had uh, Rene Dupree and El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. Uh, defeated, or excuse me, lost to Kaido Kiyomi and Shuhei Taniguchi. And then Access defeated Shrek Sakine and Takashi Sugera. Um, night five. Um, was we had uh, Sugera and Sakine defeat Saito and Inoue. Uh, Access defeated Sakamoto and Itamura. Congo defeated Kiyomi and Shuei Taniguchi. And El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. and Rene Dupree defeated Marafuji and Mojizuki. Uh, wow. So Access wow. was a tiebreaker really? over. Yeah, so that's how. Yeah, they beat the champs. Weren't they the favorites to win? Yep. Them and Axis were. And uh, wow. it didn't happen. So access via tiebreaker over Sugera and Sakine win block B and Dupree and Wagner with a tiebreaker over Congo uh, win block A. Marafuji and Mochizuki went one and two, by the way, in the tournament. Wow. Which is really That's weird. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, so it just kept getting weirder. And then we saw Dupree and uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. defeat Access. And then uh, the next night, they went on to win the tag titles. Mochizuki and Marafuji. <laughs> was that an hour? Was it 27 I, I didn't, minutes I didn't of watch it. I saw them uh, with the titles and the trophy. Yeah. I got spoiled on that one. Why do you think I was like, nope, I'm not watching any. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, I have no I interest. I was like, Alex, what are you talking about? It does, it's like, <laughs> I'm so confused. Because I, I just didn't. <laughs> I had listened to a podcast that same day. And they were okay. they all kind of said the same thing that we have no idea when the final's gonna be. Okay. And then they just they literally sprung it on DDT World like that day. And they're just like, Oh hey, here's the <laughs> final. We just they must have been bored and just decided to record it. That's kind of what happened, I guess. Oof. But uh, I'll say this Ray Dupree, to be fair, looked better than he had in the WWE. But it took no, me 
a lot of these, yeah, no poodle, no, no, the world is Sylvan with them. <laughs> but I, I started warming up a little bit more as the tournament went on, but I was so burnt out. Try, it felt like, like when you're watching a takeover, and it's like, and it, and, oh, I, yeah. and I see that not the same way. Where like takeovers are so much better than that tournament. Like I don't mean like the quality, but like. By the end of it, you're just... You mean like when you start uh, uh, Donovan, Dijakovic, and uh, freaking uh, Keith Lee, where it's like, oh, they're throwing everything at you, and it's only the first match. Yeah. And, and then, and oh, it happens again in the third match, and then the main event. Like that? Yep. And, yep and we're, but, but, but not necessarily with, like, quality, more so like, my God, this has been going on for 32 minutes. Mm-hmm type thing and that's where I'm just like golly I just can't watch anymore so like Adam Cole or not Adam Cole um, Ciampa and Gargano yeah we were just like enough like just enough of this Um, there's a so Noah has a show looks like today Um, I'm not sure the start time main event Takashi Sugira is defending the the national title against Katsuhika yep. Nakajima. Oh, shit. Oh, is that the picture shit. I sent you like a few weeks ago or like yeah, a week ago? And you were like, what? <laughs> this morning, it looks like it's going to happen. I don't see a card with it. Um, but also... As DDT, long as uh, Ogawa's not on it, that's all I care about. As long as he's uh, not on it. I, he's such a scumbag, though. He's a scumbag, so I don't want to watch him. <laughs> Oh, um, wait, he is on the show because it's him and uh, Suzuki taking on uh, Yohe and uh, the other guy. Oh, do you have the oh, card? Yeah. No, those are the only two matches that I have. Oh, okay. So, and then God, tomorrow... Sagura Nakajima could be really damn good. Yeah, that's going to be fire. <laughs> that's going to be uh, really good. Probably, like, 26 hours from now, DDT's doing another show. Uh, Masato yes. Tanaka defends against... Uh, Yuko Sakaguchi. This was supposed to be at Peter Pan, but unfortunately, with that being canceled, no Kenny Omega as well. Uh, Again, a match I was 100 million percent looking forward to. Uh, Unfortunately, we we probably know the results, um, you know, due to the fact that it won't be on a big show. But who knows? They they have, uh, you know, surprised us before. Uh, So, you know, that is for sure a, a bout I cannot wait to watch. Uh, when that drops on DDT show number two. Damn, that looks tight as hell. Um, Chris Brooks versus Shunma Katsumata. That could be fun. Four-way for the heavy metal iron iron metal weight. Dino Soma Takao, Keigo Nakamura. Hey, Harashima's in it too. Let's get the rookie in there. <laughs> that looks tight. Um, Saki Akai and Mizuki Watase against... Uh, Sayori Anoa and Yuki Onaya. I think that's one of her like upcoming challenge people. Akito. Akito versus Yoshihiko. The doll yep. in this one against Akito. Let's go. Yep. Oh man. And and you're uh you're um I've been catfish fat baby guy Gota Ihashi is on the card. Do you remember him, <laughs> the dark hair fat guy with, yes. the, with the yellow? He's facing Kanosuke Takashita. Ooh, okay. I did that. <laughs> so I they're doing no catfishing allowed there. Every Saturday they're gonna do one. Because I want to say, isn't it aired on their TV, like on their yeah. actual TV station? 
Because it's yeah, so DDT, it's DDT and then... show number three. DDT show number four. Are these all Japan shows that we just watched? Is that also televised in Japan or just on I the app? On since this was show one and two. Okay. Yeah, I think it's all on here. I think that's... And that's part of the reason, like, a lot of these are trying to make sure they can at least run is just for the TV deals. That's why Big Japan was in such a struggle to keep running because they don't have, like, the greatest TV deal. Mm-hmm. Um... So okay, Kaido like Kiyomiya, I, uh, Kiyomiya and it's Atsushi Katage, or did you already go through these matches? No, uh, Fuji, Mokuzuki. Okay, okay, then I will let you uh, not butcher these names. As I... <laughs> All right, so so we have um, a GHC National Championship match: Takashi Sarah and Katsuhiko Nakajima. That'll be tremendous. Uh, as you mentioned, Yohei and Hayata defending against Yoshinari Ogawa and Kotaro Suzuki. Uh, Kaido Kiyomiya against that Sushi Katoge. That'll be fun. Uh, Katoge looks legit. Mochizuki and Marafuji uh, against Hajime Ohara and Seiki Yoshioka. Let's go. Seiki that Yoshioka team looks part legit. Of the, uh, he's he's a uh, strong heart. And Hajime Ohara, that's the guy that on the junior tag t- or the junior tournament we watched that was doing that just incredible back work on um, Daisuke Harada. Okay, okay. Well, Ohara, by the way, looks like uh, 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 Katamaru, like, kid. Yeah, he is, for some he is tremendous. That's still, like, one of my favorite, like, maybe not match-wise, but my favorite, like, offense all year was him just annihilating her on his back a couple months ago. <laughs> it was so good. His offense was so damn believable. Uh, then we get uh, Sakuraba Dupree and Nosawa Rungai. As they list Nosawa outrageous on here. Um, Nosawa round guy looks like the Japanese uh, Demtris. He's the Booker. The, the That's ICP the Booker of Noah? Guy. So he just yeah, put himself ICP in the guy. match with the champ? <laughs> yeah, they're in uh, Sugara Goon International. God, um, Rene Dupree does not look like Rene Dupree at all. <laughs> so looks he looks like, like, like an ex-adult film star. How and Neo, I'm guessing, uh, for Congo. And then we get Maybach yep. Taniguchi and Mohamed Yone and Daisuke Harada. That's where they have a retaliation. That's going to be a good show. Against Masaki Amiya, uh, Yoshiki Inamura, and Neo. Okay, and then Tadasuke against Kinyo Okada. Yeah, that's going to be really, really, really good Okada is like their young boy. He's okay. the one me and uh, Isaiah saw get smoked by Masaki Amiya <laughs> with a spear and yep. what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a hell of a good card. Let's go. Yeah, that's a very good, very good matchup. Wow, Noah. Okay, so we got we're starting to get some good wrestling back, folks. This is gonna be this is gonna be good. I'm I'm excited. DDT, Noah, All Japan, starting to run here. Um, I want to ask you this this real quick. I'm gonna I want to pull this back up here. Um, the all uh, um Noah. Tag League. <laughs> I want you to tell me if if these are a tight tag team name or not. This was an exercise some other people did, and I've always loved Japanese tag team names and just names in general. Hence why my my Fire Pro series, which the first episode has surpassed nine thousand plays online, pretty proud of that. Um, is Pro Wrestling Summit because that sounds Japanese as hell to me. So Alex. <laughs> uh, I, I want you to I want you to tell me good, bad, not good, not bad. You know, however you want to call it, whatever you want to, 
one word associate or rank or whatever. So mm-hmm. Mochizuki and Marafuji are called Mochimaru. Uh, bad call. Okay. Kaito Kiyomiya and Shuhei Taniguchi are called Unchained. Um, I don't get how it's relevant, but that's kind of a tight name. <laughs> Obviously, Kano and Masakitami are Congo. I, don't, I mean, that's yep. their normal name anyway. Um, Hiho del Dr. Wright and Junior Ray Pri already said Sugiara Goon International. It's kind of already their thing. Um, uh, so they took the Goon gimmick? Yeah, uh, yeah they've Suzuki they've ran... only. Well, it's from Noah, obviously, right? Suzuki Goon yeah. started in Noah? Yeah. Okay. I guess they get a pass then. Um, Axis, obviously, Go Nakajima, whatever. Yep. Um, Sugara and Sakine are Sugara Goon. It makes sense. Daisuke Sekimoto and Yoshiki Itamura are known as muscle toughness. Yes, that's the best right there. 100% agree. And then Akatoshi Saito and the sale, anyway, the two old guys who shouldn't even be wrestling anymore. Um, Akatoshi Saito is the guy who has the terrible dad haircut and the black pants. Oh, shit. Just walking around the ring. Yeah, yeah, literally. And then he's throwing Steiner screwdrivers. Um, they're called and shit. Anti-Wrestler Alliance. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would prefer to call them Statler and Waldorf from the Muppets, but I mean, that name actually works. I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm thinking of the Muppet guys that I about corroded myself to death. <laughs> Oh my god, that's too funny because I can see his shitty hair. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm literally crying right now in my, in my fucking seat. Oh my god. Go, Shiozaki. More like oh. Shiozaki needs to go. Oh. You know, they would do something like that. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna get my Shout out to the back. original trolls, the OGs right there. Stafford I just got Waldorf. busy. Yeah. Whew. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Oh, I should laugh. Here comes Kushida to the ring. Which is well, you got you got to have me on more shows then, jerks. <laughs> and I invited everybody to Sportscast last night. Just yeah. So what's the gimmick? You you're just excited about NCAA video games? No. Uh, um, so they're they're going to get rid of the big conferences. I, I get that, but I mean, where's the money going to spread? Well, this is very cross-promoting, very cross-cycle, but um, hold on one second. Here, I'll play it right here for you. This is, this is cross-promoting, ladies and gentlemen. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Power Five you know, move away from the NCAA. I think it could happen pretty soon, within the next couple of years. I mean, it just depends on what everybody wants. Obviously, now the, the system is broken, and because of the pandemic, it may, be, it, it may never get back to normal. But we're just in a place where the NCAA is broke. And um, I, I can't wait till they start asking the members for money, which is probably going to be within the next year. <laughs> yeah, it's because they don't have all these people making them money because uh, they don't have any other way because, I don't know, they should be paying their players. So uh, that's a whole different story. But uh it sounds like the conferences are like encouraging EA to make that game so that their players can get uh, some, some little bit of loot for doing it. And they're basically going to tell the, it's, 
It's all meaning the universities gonna go to, are going to get looted. Well, but but all these universities are all getting on board with that USC thing to pay to make sure that their athletes are compensated. Mm-hmm. Like well, wasn't that in talks what a couple of years ago too? Um, about a year, year ago is when it really, yeah, last year is when it really kicked off and everybody kind of agreed to it because everybody's smart. They know when that starts happening, they're going to make more money on top of it too. So it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Plus that gets rid of all your underhanded stuff under the table. You could put, you set limits on this where, okay, you know, if they want to get things, okay, that's, that's fine, but it, it's got to be legal, you know, oh, just sure. like any other job, everybody wins out of this. And I think it, it may keep players in school longer, which means they get more revenue because the players are taken care of. Great move. So this would only Apple be considered for basketball. No, this would be the power five. That so that was Michael Sue, who's who's one of the the uh, the regents for the U of M, right here in Minnesota. Yep. Um, it sounds like Big Twelve, Pac twelve, Big Ten, SEC, and ACC will all break off and be their own power five conference. And get rid of the – so basketball, football, you name it. So like your Missouri Valley conferences, your summit conferences, like those would all just disband then? I think they or would, would they just stay under with, the NCAA umbrella? I think either A, they stay with the NCAA, or they ask if they can go with, and they just all start their own thing. You know, I think it all kind of gets to where they all slowly become like – Doesn't a that just get over – saturated in a way and then everyone's like well what do we do what do we call this you know like so much more marketing and branding I mean wouldn't that cost more money in the long run comparable to well especially in the beginning maybe not the long run but I mean is that going to be good with depending on how tuition goes you know who knows if they're going to be even going to campuses you know in the in the next year or two I think what happens is Mark Emmerich or Mark Easton I can't remember his last name or Mike Emmerich, Mike Easton, whatever. The guy, the guy who's in charge of all the NCAA stuff like that, who doesn't, who basically is like poo-pooing everything that goes on that involves the players getting anything. I think it, it, it becomes a situation where these guys, like the SEC, either either tomorrow or next Friday is going to run their media day virtually, like the NFL draft. Even though yep, the NCAA yep. don't, said don't do it, they're like, we're going to do it anyway. We don't care. Like they're just like, <laughs> screw you guys. We're just doing what we want now. We don't. We're all done. And. I think they go to the NCAA and go, look, this is how we want it to be. And if you don't want it to be that way, then we'll, then we'll just leave and do it ourselves. And I think the NCAA is going to be forced to change. Mm, and I think that's the best part about all this. Because if you, look at, if, you, if you look at how smart it is to play ball, all the NBA players went to, went to Adam Silver and said, look, we don't all want to play in the All-Star Weekend, even though all of us are choosing to do it. You know, the dunk contest has been great the last couple of years. All the stars mm-hmm. are in the three-point and the, the dribble contest thing, the skills competition, and all the players are playing in the All-Star game again. And it's one of those things where they all sat there and said, look, we all want to do this for you and the fans so we all get more revenue, but we want an actual All-Star break. We, we, if we're going to play in this, we still want our break. And the NBA came back and said, okay, that's fair. You all compete in this, and then I'll give you a week off. And everyone said, great, and everybody was happy. That's the thing that the NCAA thinks is going to get into, where they're going to have to go, we have to play ball, or we're going we're gonna to be done. And I think the, the Power Five conferences can hold them hardball right now, and, and they can win. Hmm. Interesting. Which is why it blew my mind hearing that last night. I'm like, oh my god, because 
And, and you know how a lot of times, too, when you hear somebody backpedal and retract their statement after they say something that they probably shouldn't have said, and then somebody says something to them, and then they, they'll come back out, and they're like, oh, I mean, I didn't really mean when I said that, or didn't really mean this, which usually means that everything they said too much, they got in trouble, so it's definitely true. That guy who said that from the U came back the next day with a statement after being on Fine Bomb show and was like, well, I yeah, didn't mean yeah. a part of this, or I didn't mean that, which to me says... Oh, he was definitely told he has to retract that because he shouldn't have said all that, which makes it even more true to me. Whew. And if he's saying it's going change, like this is where it could be. So that's why I'm excited. That's why, I'm, like with Elijah, I was like, bro, you're about to get to NCAA football game again, man. Supposedly, <laughs> he's already started making it. That's how far along with these conferences have told them. Holy shit. I, I was about to ask. I was like, well, what is this more realistically, what, 2023, 2024? But, yeah, it sounds like it could break a little bit more sooner. I mean, that would yeah, be interesting. Hey, I, I used like to have a ball with 2000. Months. What's that? Like 14 months from now, we could see one. Jesus. Well, yeah, we don't even know when we're going to get collegiate sports again for a while. I mean, I doubt we'll see anything in the fall. I mean, Minnesota yeah. already dropped from an A to a D because stupid idiots are trying to go to the Capitol and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, sit your asses at home, put on your masks, and do everything correctly, and we'll be out of this sooner instead of 2022. Well, And and that's the one thing, too. I think the college sports are so much – it's going to be so much harder to start. Like, I, I truly think we're going to see baseball by, by the 4th of July. I think we're going to see the ba- the basketball and NHL playoffs start in June. I, I truly think we're going to get those back. I don't think the NFL is going to be going to miss opening day or, you know, opening kickoff on, on the 10th of September. Cause mm-hmm. those sports are so much easier to isolate without fans or in the yes. sake of a fo- the dolphins are talking their 65,000 seat stadium. They're going to, they're going to limit capacity to 15,000. Because huh. they can, they were getting that anyways. Yeah, because well, the the Jordan, because we and Jordan were talking about, I was like, well, the beauty is the Dolphins are going to have the same attendance yeah. anyway, so it really doesn't The Chargers, matter. they're like, hold my beer. We'll we'll do two thousand. <laughs> we'll yeah. be lucky if we get that. But this way, you can go every other section. They have a plan where a lot of these people will you, you enter in the to your seat through the, you know going down one side and you leave going the other way. Like families would sit together, you'd section off every other section. Mm-hmm. You know, my, like I said to Jen today when we were talking about it was, you know, you, you could hand masks out at the door so everybody yeah, would yeah. have to have a mask. Like, you could do it, and it's big enough where you could keep people apart from, you know. And, and I, I'm not trying to condone it, but, you know, I look at the, the quarry shopping center that I work in. We have, like, the busiest Cub Foods, Target, and Home Depot in the state, I think, all three yeah. of us. And I've talked to the other managers, and nobody's got – none of the employees – they haven't had one employee sick from this yet. And yeah. we encounter hundreds of thousands of people a week out there. Like Home Depot has like a 45 minute wait line to get in the building right now. Jeez. Well, they're also only a, uh, permitting a certain amount of people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but I, I would say this, you know, someone asked me the other day, you know, they're like, Oh, well, you're not wearing, you know, this or that, you know, cause I was, you know, I would it off every now and then and it put it back hot, on. Man. But yeah. And, you know, and I was like, well, when you've you know been in retail management as long as I have, I've been through this, been through H1N1, swine flu, whatever, Y2K, and you know I've survived all that. This will be you know the exact same thing. You know I'm mm-hmm. like 
I'm immune to all this, it seems like, because, again, we, we see, you know, hundreds of people on a daily basis. We see over a couple of thousand people a month. You know, so it's just like mm-hmm. we probably encountered almost every single illness virus that you could probably think of. Ones that probably you don't even have names yet. And we're probably immune <laughs> because we've touched every service surface. We've opened a box from China, from, you know, Indonesia, you know, and, and everything in between. And, hey, we're just we're workhorses. We're, we're, we're yeah. immune to this. And yeah, plus we, we put up with people's bullshit on a second by second basis. So yeah, it's like, fine. Like, and that's the one thing too. Like, I'm like a couple of my staff members said that you know they're like you know if if during you know back in November when I was sick for like a month with all the symptoms, I went to mm-hmm. work for three of those four weeks that I was sick. I very yeah. well had it already, and and was around every one of my staff members with it, and they were they all had yeah. no problem. Callie was because, sick. Mm-hmm. No, keep. Oh yeah, but it's just you know it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, I, I, there's no way we couldn't have all been exposed to it multiple times in in working retail with all this, and especially like yeah. with how busy we've all gotten being essential. You know, we're yeah. you know, eighteen of the nineteen stores in my district made sales um, for our, the entire quarter while this was going on. Because Office of chairs, y'all. Yeah, you know, desks and monitors, and you know, and like you said, Callie was sick. I remember something like this. You hey, know? my toilet paper sales, boom! I'm doing 120 percent extra, <laughs> even pre-pandemic, because of uh, you know how amazing <laughs> I run things. But uh, you know, besides that, that, you know, yeah, it's it's just the same thing, and just upsell. That's just the easiest mm-hmm. thing in the world to do. <laughs> so, like, it, it makes sense to me, you know, where you could safely run at, you know, 15% capacity. Would you go to a sporting event? Oh, hell yeah. I'm not scared. I'm not worried about it. You know, and for the sake of other people, I have no problem sitting there wearing a mask. If if it makes other people comfortable, go cool. Mm -hmm. I respect other people. Just wear your sleep apnea mask, bro. I'll be in that bitch like, yeah, but then I might fall into a coma. Which is what I try to avoid at the sporting events. <laughs> you know, but I mean, shit, could you, I mean, look, dude, Vikings Packers is, is the opener. People don't want to go to that shit. I'll buy your tickets cheap. Holy shit. That's the, they announced the schedule already. Yeah. The Vikings, uh, the Vikings have three primetime games and none of them are home games. I was pissed. Well, what's stupid is why are they getting those games when you got rid of your best receiver that's not a white guy? Well, it's because we got Justin Jeffries, baby, who's Stephon Diggs, but a third of the price. Diggs <laughs> is worth it. Uh, the, the wow, yeah, way, you go to Chicago. On the you 16th? guys could start out 4-0, and and then you're going to have a problem because your Thursday night game is at, your Thursday night debut is at Tampa. <laughs> yeah. I see that there. Holy ish. That's hey, going to be interesting. First four teams all all are a non-playoff teams. It's like the Giants, Lions, Falcons, and Colts or something. <laughs> you could beat all those guys. Nick Foles, wow. baby. This is surreal. The season doesn't actually end with the Bears-Vikings for the first time in, what, 10 yeah, years? I know. Well, it's because it's not a potential division championship game anymore. Oh, hey, man, we got Big Dick Foles, so he's going to swing yeah. that uh, any which way. 
into the end zone, and uh, we'll, we'll be good. Poor Trubisky. He comes in, they're like, hey, we're not going to pick up your fifth year. Uh, yeah, we're not going <laughs> to. And you guys get our draft picks that we gave to the Niners, so I'm giving you the double middle fingers. <laughs> You know what I'm you know what I'm giving you through my mic right now? I, I'm definitely giving you the the Maki fucking Ito's treatment. Yeah. The Ito Army. Let's go. Hurry Chris Brooks, baby. <laughs> oh man. So uh, we all right, so we got all Japan to run through, which we only really have to talk about five matches. The rest we can kinda I'll I'll just kinda go through quick. But we'll talk about I forgot we were on radio. Yeah, I did too. We're having a good time. <laughs> Look, here's the one thing I will say is is with the, the length people listen to the actual show, people don't just listen for us to talk about wrestling, I've learned. Where I think people really? in in I mean think about this. If you have somebody who listens for a straight hour, they're not gonna get a straight hour of wrestling. They're gonna get random no. banter. So we have to be doing something entertaining with the way we talk other than just wrestling, which yeah. makes me feel oh, good. For sure. <laughs> um, so let, let me ask you this. So we, we got to run through those. You wanted to preview money in the bank. So my God, I'm going to, I can't wait to discuss with you about how Braun Strowman said, you're going to get these hands in a promo. Cause that's how we're going to do it tonight. Um, oh Lord. But I really want to get your opinion on those matches. I sent you because I've been asking you to watch these matches for like a year. Oh, uh, shit. Where are my notes on those? Um, now, did you watch all six of them? I'm not going to lie. I did not watch. I did not watch the one you wanted me to watch for like seven years. The hour, uh, old man, 1994, uh, match. The Masawa the Kawada match? Yeah. Yes. That was the one. I will say the tag match with Masawa and Kobashi against Kawada and Tawe. I think I flipped it like I started in the middle because for like time because I was like oh we're gonna do a show in like two days and I was like two weeks ago so again I'm trying to remember what the hell I watch and I'm not even finding my freaking notes um so yeah I will say I am a Shibata fan now and I'm really pissed at myself that I uh I missed a boat on him seeing him you know wrestle ever again like live and in person mm-hmm. or wrestle dynasty not in 2020 but in 2021 um, breaking news, by the way. Uh, so you know that that's just my thing, where I I'm in love with that guy. I get it. I totally oh, get why he's a musketeer. Uh, it just like I said, it just sucks that now everything's a compilation that I watch from him now. Like and and that honestly breaks my heart. And the one match, the probably the first match that I was well aware of who or what Ishibata was was his last match against yep. Okada. You that's know, a and, lot and of that's people. just that's even more heartbreaking when you think about it because he literally goes all out, no pun intended there, Zach shoot, but he goes all out and just is like, Whoa, like <laughs> you know, headbutts, <laughs> dehydration, almost victories, kicks, the Shibata drop kick in the corner, you're just like, What the hell? And then never again. So I get why you and the hardcore, you know, Puro fans were excited when you know him and Kenta, you know, we're kind of going, you know, at it there in, in the process oh, of that, God. you know, oh. where you're just like, shit, man, like, 
When him and Ishii before the bell rings just charge at each other, dude. I was watching that at work and I'm like popping. And I'm like, dude, like every match with Shibata was probably like that. Oh my God. All our freaking charge and and just elbows and elbows and kicks and headbutts and brain busters. And it was just, ah, it was just wonderful. But, um, no, I, I, I thoroughly did enjoy, um, I'll get you your, your worst wrestling list. I will watch the Kawada matchup. I guarantee, uh, because who knows if I'm going to watch the first half of money in the bank. So did you watch Shibata and Tanahashi also, or just Shibata Ishii? Uh, there was a Shibata Tanahashi one. That was the bonus when you asked for more Shibata, I said. The boner bonus? Fuck. Okay, so you need to watch that no, one, I'm sure. Okay. okay. Did you watch Ishii and Honma from New Beginning? I did. I did indeed. What, what did you think of Honma? Uh, a lot better than, and again, I get the Honma mania now. I get where this guy, you know, missing headbutts or not, uh, that guy was a powerful some some bitch. I mean, that guy to go, you know, head to head with Ishii just like that. Uh, again, for him to be a, a shell of a former self now and to see how he got back into action again, when it was a big thing, when you were trying to explain it to me, probably on sportscast radio, you know, many, many moons ago, uh, mm-hmm. why this was a big thing. You know, I'm like, what's a home mania? Why are they doing this? I get it now. You know, I get the respect and the love that he had, you know, where, where he was oh, valued so as good. a tag wrestler. And then, you know, to see him, I mean, the guy is ripped now, but my God, that guy was a, a Greek statue, you know, in, in that matchup there <laughs> where Ishii never ages, you know, he, he no. just stays the same, which I'm fine. If we get Ishii till he's 60, I'm totally fine with that. But, uh, no, uh, Honma, again, just, just such a, a, a relevant uh, history, uh, historical aspect for New Japan, especially with the era, you know, the post-Tanahashi Okada era where they were trying to get it back from, you know, the, the MMA-ness, you know, that they were trying to dig their, themselves from. So The, uh, the yep. Honma diving headbutt to the floor and, he, and Ishii moves, and mm-hmm. he doesn't even put his hands out, and he just falls straight to the ground from the top rope to the floor. Was the sickest bump I have seen. Ever? I mean, it's, it's one of the sickest <laughs> bumps I've ever seen in my life. Like, I couldn't believe he did that. The, this match was one of the first, as, as the, 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 the calendar started turning over the last six years with, with a lot of the wrestling, where uh, Meltzer went the full five on this, too. Really? Yeah, yeah, this match was, and and here's another fun fact, which I would have talked about a lot sooner, and part of the reason this this match got initially missed whenever I tried to show anyone a lot of the New Japan was this match took place on the day of the first Sportscast Radio, Valentine's Day 2015, five years ago. Wow. So wow. when I did that first sports cast, I was talking the dunk contest, All Star Weekend, things like that. We we hadn't, well, I shouldn't, you know, not even we, but you know, I I hadn't even thought about adding wrestling to that until we did WrestleMania a month and a half later than April mm-hmm. 2015. 
So if this, this would have been a wrestling thing, I would have led the first ever sportscast with that match. Like I would have so did you watch? Did you watch that live then before the yes, first sportscast? We we stayed at a hotel on Valentine's Day, and um, I watched it the morning because it was the morning before Valentine's Day. So it was the night of the thirteenth, going into the you know night of the thirteenth, morning of the fourteenth, at mm. like at like three in the morning. So I watched it on Ustream because Ustream oh, okay. buy the events on Ustream for like twenty bucks. So I had ordered the show and watched it that way. Wow, oh, Ustream is that still the thing? No, you you'd be able to you could buy like all like sixteen nights of the champion or the. The G1 back in the day for like 180 bucks or something like oh that. Oh my god! <laughs> it was like buying the collective. That's why, like, with, with the collective, they're like 22 shows for 200. I was like, oh, that's that's beautiful. It was because I was used to buy it. Me and Brian Klecker would buy these. Wow, that's nuts. And watch so them. cool. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of five years ago would have been Wrestle Kingdom nine, and this was the a month after the first. Okada Tana or the, the 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 first of the back to back Okada Tanahashi shows. This is after Okada won the G one. Hmm. And it was also Nakamura Abushi on the show, I think it was. So it was it was the month after that. This was the new the first new beginning tour. And um yeah, I just this match was so good. Cause I think And that was um, the first new beginning too? Holy shit. Not not the first new beginning, but the, like oh. the first of like the you know they do three the nights tour, or the road twos yeah yeah um and I believe Ishii had just won the never title the month before from Shibata at Wrestle Kingdom Shibata God that was so good so um, yeah so that I was think... like it was Honma Naito Ishii Shibata like that was like the guy Makabe that all went for the never title at the time it was like and Nagata. Makabe, Nagata, Ishii, Naito. It was, I mean, it was such a... The, the never was so good, Goto. I think that's when I... Ha- that's the next guy I want to get into. Is uh, uh, Togi Makabe. Yeah. He had an awesome title match with Okada September of like 2014 or something like that. It was his first title run. Really good match before he lost the title back to... Tanahashi. Maybe, oh, that's you know what that was? I think he lost it to Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom Nine, not won it. No, no, really? he did he, he lost it before that because he lost to him after he won the G one and then he beat him at ten for it. So yeah, it was in, in his run when he initially wrestled Naito, um uh around there he had a dope match with Makabe. Huh. Makabe too around Wrestle Kingdom six or so was champion as well. Um, he had a, he had an awesome match with Tanahashi for the title. Damn, that would, yeah, and I also got to get into uh, MV, MVP. Is their name? Oh, their team, him and, yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. a team I got to get into as well. Uh, shout out to uh, Kazuchiko as well, contributing five million yen to uh, the Nippon Foundation Coronavirus Relief Fund. Oh wow, that's uh, that's fifty k. All right, that's awesome. yep. yep. Okay, I was about to ask you. That was my next question. So kudos, <laughs> good, good stuff. Um, so then you got the two Masala singles and tag matches. The last match. Um, did you watch the Blood Generation Do Fixer 
six-man Dragon Gate match from Ring of Honor weekend? Uh, the uh, the Shima and every, like, kajillion people? Uh, I yeah. did. I was at work, but that was uh, way, way long ago, so I, I couldn't tell you what the hell happened. And I so cannot we, find my notes because I have a kajillion. We notes. watched that one because that was literally the match that put Dragon Gate on the map in America. Okay. Um, that was the match that essentially started WrestleMania weekend. Uh, I'll just put it to you that way. Because that's when they started going, wow, let's bring these guys back. And then when they brought them back the next year, they did Brian Danielson and Lance Storm. Uh, and then they brought back, or they had like Jushin Liger and uh, Brian Danielson and things like that. So, like, that was literally what kicked it off was with how big that match was. When they advertised it again, people were like, we'll come out there to watch it again. Ooh, so, that's, that's kind cool. of what starts it all. So, all right. So, that's kind of a little bit of a little bit of a dive. Shibata Ishii is the main one you remember. I'll take it. But we got, I want to I get a deep dive into the rest. Um, do you want to do Money in the Bank preview or do we want to do All Japan? What do you want to, um, what do you want to close with? Do you let's want to close, close with, let's close close with, with uh, let's close with money in the bank, honestly. Okay. Because I so don't I'll even know saying. the matches here. I mean, do you think? Of course, the the big thing you know that came out you know while we were on a hiatus was uh, you know money in the bank. They are not doing it at the performance center, uh, or at least the actual money in the bank they're doing it at Titans Hours. Yes, the famed uh, headquarters over in Stamford, Connecticut, um, and they will be. Starting, Ryan, as I'm sure you know, and the audience as well, uh, pretty much from the bottom floor of the uh, of the building, and they literally have to make their way up to the top, to the roof, like you said, reaching for that brass ring as there's uh, a ring, multiple rings on the roof, I believe, with the multiple ladders. Uh, I'm sure we've all seen the pictures there. Uh, of oh, course, yeah. this match is filmed, but also the men and the women mat- uh, Money in the Bank matches will be going on. At the same time, <laughs> Ryan, is this bonkers or kind of like how WrestleMania 36 was in some aspects? A little ingenious. I give him credit for trying something new, but this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a shit show. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I just. Because here's the hard part is you got to pay attention to 12 people at once. Mm-hmm. By the way, why is Samuel Shaw in a, in a main event program against the Undisputed Era? Why did Dexter Loomis come crawling out from under the ring to stop Kyle or Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong? It's just so dumb. <laughs> he sucks. Uh, but, like, I mean, and, and here's the thing, too. Obviously, obviously, they brought back AJ Styles on Raw. To, to to make it into this match because wasn't he, he murdered? This, he came back. He goes, I he goes, I ain't a zombie. I ain't a ghost. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay, thanks, AJ. I'm gonna watch it just for that. Um, if you're gonna watch Raw two, the uh, Shelton Benjamin Bobby Lashley portion of the of the gauntlet was awesome. Like Lashley it, having some some really matches the last oh, man. Uh, year. It, yeah, it, it emphasizes what I said about uh, Lashley and Aleister Black, but Shelton Benjamin yep. pulled out some shit I had never seen before in this match, and Lashley was right there to take all of it. It was oh, awesome. Nice. It was really good. But, but you're not having King Corbin win this thing. 
You're not having Aleister Black win this. Rey Mysterio's not winning. You're not having Otis win. So now you have Daniel Bryan as the only viable person. So, so obviously you bring back AJ Over Styles. Styles? Well, before Styles was in it, because otherwise it was Apollo Crews. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So, so there's no way, there's no way Daniel Bryan's not winning it if those are the six guys in that match. I don't know. So, I mean, Aleister Black, they they, they want to push. They they want him yeah, to succeed. He's looking good. I mean, he's that no pun intended dark horse to possibly win. I I agree with. I mean, if they really want to piss people off, they have Corbin win. Uh, if they want to make people again? happy, they see Corbin somehow <laughs> fall off, a la uh, the Giants in WCW. After a uh, monster truck uh, battle, fall off the roof of uh, Titan Towers there. But um, yeah, it's Otis, I mean, shirt. but Otis, <laughs> I know this shirt. This is Andre's shirt. <laughs> Otis, I mean, I think the, he's growing on me. I get it. Uh, God, I really hope someone launches Mysterio off of that building. <laughs> I don't want a harm done to him. But if if we can get Kevin Nash or Otis or freaking Corbin to mimic that nitro, uh, I'm all game. If if Corbin does it, he shoots up to my number one wrestler list. But uh, I don't know. I, I think you got. I mean, Dan O'Brien's won it before. I think you give it the Styles, if not Alistair Black. I don't think Brian needs the uh, the briefcase. But I tell you or what, maybe if yeah, Roman Reigns comes out as a uh, vacant, maybe in a green suit and. <laughs> You know, Dude, so you don't I'm erase him. You, Roman Reigns has been Benoit. Oh, totally. Totally. I, so do you think they're really that mad that, A, this guy, you know, yes, it's not a work, ladies and germs. Uh, you know, leukemia, you know, he, he's, you know, re- returning from that, obviously, last year. Uh, but, you know, he has that in his system. Also, his wife just gave birth to twins. So, of course, he doesn't want any of the craziness to in, possibly uh, infect him and then infect his newborns and the rest of his family, which I think he has, like, five kids, four or five kids. A lot of kids. Uh, so why would you want to put them in danger as well as himself? This goes all the way back to what, you know, uh, uh, Moxley was saying about, you know, that Vince even wanted to throw his cancer diagnosis into a storyline. You know, that he has no shame in that. And, and why would he have shame in not showing, you know, Roman Reigns during all this. Or is it maybe, I mean, I get it, they raced him from the video package from from post or, or past Money in the Bank winners with Rollins and Lesnar uh, as an example there. Uh, you said they took him off of the, uh, the beginning credits. Maybe it's a way where maybe this is finally to get him over. You make people forget about him. And then when he does make that comeback, boom, people finally go nuts. Is this his ingenious plan to finally get Roman Reigns over? Or are people who are mad that, you know, he's being erased and and whatnot and and not being mentioned on TV, uh, you know, that people are upset that, hey, we want Reigns. We're the same people that saying we don't want Reigns as our champion. It's such a weird situation, is it not? Like, it's a I, weird, it's not even a win-win for anyone. Not the company, not the TV, mm-hmm. you know, networks, not McMahon, not Reigns. It's just, I kind of want him to just leave and maybe try his, you know, <laughs> sites elsewhere. You know, maybe we get him in Ben K. 
you know, in a spear versus spear match. I, I don't know. I, it's just I, weird look, to, to kind of just what the hell is going to sound crazy, but I, I, you know, somebody, somebody tweeted this and I don't think they're that crazy. I think it might've been Dan McDonald over at the super J cast. Uh, he goes, I would, you know, call me crazy, but I'd love to see Roman in a G1. He goes, I bet you he'd have some great matches. I don't know about great. Okay, Okada, know. him and Okada. Do you think that that would have a good story? If I think Reigns could input a good story into that. We match. would then know if, if he's better than the company has made him out to be. That's, I think, the big payoff. Is we don't know how good he really is with a lot of stuff because of what they don't let yeah. him potentially do. Like, like what a, if he would like out there and, Yeah. He goes out there. The, the only difference is we knew Moxie was because he wasn't correct. Product. Mm-hmm. But you're but but same same theory, exact same way you're you're putting. Where we don't know, you know, what if he really had way more to give and we just never knew. I mean, people I, say he's he's got talent. I mean, same thing with Cena. You know, where he would bust out, you know, a Hurricane Rana every now and then. You know, a wrestling mover like whoa, we never seen him do that. You know, maybe it's time for Reigns to do that, you know, whether it's in the E-ring or, or outside of it. I mean, if you're Roman Reigns and you really are kind of being low-key blackballed, I mean, we're, and you're getting, I mean, granted, you're getting paid, you know, 7 to $10 million, you know, if not more, you know, I mean, do you still stick with that money or do you say, hey, these guys, you know, after everything that I've done and have been put through, you know, the ridicule, you know, over the last, you know, five years, uh, you know, post the shield, like, I mean, is it worth it? Do you go the re- the the revolt way and the Moxley way? And just, you know what? Get me out of my contract and, and you know, let, let's see what else I, I have for my, myself. Mm-hmm. I, I truly think, and this is so, like, just bad to say, man. And I kind of joked about it in our group chat. I truly think think Vince McMahon thinks Roman Reigns is a big pussy. And he does want nothing to do with him anymore. That guy's a pussy. The show must go on. We were putting the title on him and he didn't show up. He is a puss. (laughs) How dare you not show up? Like, and I know that's crazy, but Vince McMahon. No, it's not crazy. It's not crazy at all. That that's you're probably 79% correct. And, and I don't even know if I like, I don't know if I even like in a, in a personal way fault Vince because Vince is such a, the show must go on no matter what. We must always continue to run. You know, I've been, I've been forcing you down people's throats for all these years and we're finally having you coronate, trying to coronate you, you know, as the guy we changed the entire finish of another show to get you over with Goldberg and then you don't show up. You're a pussy, mm-hmm. you know? And, and part of it too is, you know, is, is him treating it because of how much he likes Roman and how much he's backed him. Or, you know, if it's mm-hmm. random, you know, Sammy Zayn wants to stay on. He's probably like, okay, whatever. I don't care. But it's one of those things where like, you know, say I had, say you had, but he's your champion. Up. Yeah. Like say, say you, you had me lined up uh, to start working at the Adina office max after you put your name out there to get me that job to start with the company, which now I've obviously rose to the top of the, the pile there. 
if mm-hmm. I no-showed and said, oh, I just don't want to be here. I don't want to do it after you fought for me. You'd be more mad at me than random person B who you hardly know you gave an opportunity to because yeah. because we're close and you backed me and things like that. So that's why, like, I, I know as, as, as bad as it sounds with, with me saying that, I think it's because Vince cares about him and, and they, they have a relationship and a rapport and he's invested so much where he's just like, what a pussy, screw him. If he doesn't want to play ball, then, then forget him. We don't need him because he's that mad about it because he, yeah. he knows that this guy and he needs him. You know, it would have been the same thing with like, like a Cena didn't show. Screw him. He's nothing to us. And I think that's what makes it so hard. That's why I think the Roman thing is so weird. And that's why Vince McMahon and the ear corporate America in a nutshell. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned. Podcast about all Japan coming up shortly. Peace. So that, that's that's why I'm just like I don't know how this plays out. Like it may play out like nothing's wrong, but man, I tell you what, the me. I mean, you got a new so injured out six to nine months. I mean, he could always use a tag partner, his cousin. I mean, I, and then you had the other Rock. Speaking of cousins, the the other family member of the Rock injuring people. You know, throwing oh, Kyrie Sane. No, yeah, I'm uh, not you upset. Know, like horrific horrific to watch and it's just like but you know she's making jokes out of it you know a la you know what she did with rousey and 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 what have you uh and then lynch you know becky lynch there and it's just like come on i think that's a person you should be mad at not being safe in the ring than than you know roman reigns who's trying to be safe for his own health as well as his family and probably you know the people around him you know his, his co-workers as well mm-hmm yeah, she is, she is, I, I have, I don't, I'm, if I never had to see her again, I wouldn't care. I'd rather watch Tamina than Nia Jackson. Oh, yeah. Because Someone Tamina said Tamina sucks. deserved this title match, and I laughed, oh, and I was God. like, dude, what? Like, she, was, she, was, she doesn't murder people. Except her lack of character. Gosh, she's so boring. <laughs> she's so boring. I mean, this... All right, look at this. Okay, so we have a fatal four-way tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Once again, by the way, Alex, can I, can I take my W yet? Um, the man that everyone says that Vince McMahon is racist and buries, Kobe Kingston, once again another champion, continuing to go into every freaking pay-per-view as a champion. But Vince McMahon it's because just they're a comedic tag team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you're not wrong, but, you know. God, you know, everyone hates Kofi. You know, he hates Kofi. He fed him to Brock Lesnar because people don't understand storytelling. But it's and oh, but <laughs> Kofi complained on Twitter about it. Yeah, he he should, you idiot. It's a character. <laughs> and then he wins the title a week later. And oh, great, he won another title again a week yeah. later. Uh, New day. I didn't even know there were champs. Uh, the the Lucha House Party. Happen? Uh, they they beat Miz and Morrison in like two weeks ago. Oh yuck! Or no, no wasn't it was it the a one... singles match? Yeah, it was Big E, the other Uso, and the Miz. The other Uso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's gonna happen with that other Uso with his partner? The one that didn't get hurt in the ladder match. He'll go sit at home. Is he the one who match. gets Dewey's? <laughs> I thought they both did. <laughs> oh, oh shit! I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's like the Hardys. But uh, oh. and, uh, Lucha House Party and the Forgotten Sons. 
I, I don't know what that is. I don't know that's, what either of those are. Uh, is this Steve a ladder Cutler? match? Is this a uh, no. uh, Wesley Blake, Steve Cutler, and Jackson Riker? Is this elimination? Yeah, it's Fatal Four Way, so it should be elimination. I I hope not. I hope it's just one and done. <laughs> I J- hope Jackson not. Riker, the former TNA Gunner. <laughs> God, they suck. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. What? Why? It's exactly yeah, that's what I said. They're just gonna have Rollins go in, even though he's gonna lose. He'll he'll put over Owens and they'll put him right. Da, 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 like, why are you building this character to lose? Like, that's my thing with with uh, Brody Lee. It's like you need to build him up a little bit more, and then you know, get some you know victories over quality opponents. I would say, and then you know, maybe six months down the line, when he loses, you're like, oh man, he did lose against the champ. Not from that L right away, because it doesn't make sense for either of those guys to lose. And in this instance, it's kind of the same thing. Obviously, I don't think Rollins needs to win, but when he's your legitimately only heel on that Monday night show, like, I mean, your, your heel's got to win the championship in order for, you know, your underdog to, to get a big payoff, you know, two or three months down the line. And with him just beating the Beast, and then he's, what, facing the Beast Slayer, it's like, again, what the hell are you going to do? It's like the Universal Championship match. They're going way too soon with these matches. When this is your throwaway time, you're in your house time, where you just have, like, Braun Strowman take on, you know, Cesaro. Not saying Cesaro's trash or anything, but that's when you have your transition post-mania matches, not your SummerSlam-type matches. Because Strowman and Wyatt, with that history, that's something you should say for a big event for an audience. Well, well, McIntyre already beat Andrade, who's the other big heel on the show anyway, so they already got rid of that. that, That group is not... Heel, that group is amazing and, and sexy AF. <laughs> yeah, it's like I like it. I like it, and it's a perfect way to slow build up and uh, excuse me, That's slow an awesome bring, bring along uh, Austin Theory because you can hide his weaknesses because he's so young with these yeah. two really good. Because uh, Angel Garza is so good. Wow, is he good? And I mean, we all know how much how great Almas is, and Vegas. So good at what she does. Oh, amazing! So Austin Theory, you know, he goes in perfectly where he he's just gonna gets learn. to learn. Yep, he's gonna he learn today. Um, Bailey and Tamina. I don't really have anything <laughs> to say about that. <laughs> oh, uh, you mentioned if Tamina wins, I will stop watching WWE. No, Mark it. They, they gotta, this is this is a burn off until they can do Bailey Sasha at SummerSlam. That's what I said. If Tamina wins, mark it May eighth. <laughs> 12.36 a.m. Central Standard Time. If she wins, I will stop watching WWE programming. I almost Excluding NXT. Win. Excluding. I, I kind of hope she wins because after uh, you, you asked me to add money in the bank to the run sheet today, I was like, oh, damn it. I forgot about that. Like, I, 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 yeah, none of these matches seem good except um, the, the money in the bank. Because it's intriguing, because you're like, what the hell is going to happen? Yeah, so I mean, I'm guessing Styles wins, or Daniel Bryan. But then you look at the, the women's match, you're kind of in the same boat. Carmella, she's not going to win. I don't think Lacey Why? Evans she's a win. former winner. She's nothing now. Whoa, come on. She's uh, hilarious on Instagram, and she's improved. I like Carmella. 
What 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 do you, what what, uh, what percent do you give Carmelo to win? Two uh, percent. Okay, all right, that's that's great. Uh, Lacey Evans. I don't. Uh, negative one percent. Dana Brooke. No. Uh, Naya. Did do they have Naya win? <sighs> Is she gonna throw someone off the roof? Uh, where and where's Becky Lynch? Why isn't she on the show? She's too busy filming a Marvel movie. Oh, but they're oh, not filming, right. so yeah, you're right. Where is she? She got the Rona. <laughs> Was she the uh, unidentified superstar? Oh, baby. Um, you know they're not going to push Asuka, so she won't win. She should, because her commentary work is almost as uh, great as Samoa Joe's, if not better. <laughs> and then, I mean, Baszler, I think, is your favorite. Yeah, but why? So she can get, you know, lose again? Well, then she can beat Becky because it's not straight up. I and mean, if you got Knight and Becky Lynch again, I mean, you could delve into that storyline a little more. I think Becky Lynch can have that fire to make that match interesting. Do I you think. really want to risk Nia hurting her again? <laughs> uh, maybe. No. Um. <laughs> man, I don't know. I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go I'm Naya gonna... somehow, just to piss people off. You're gonna go Naya. I'm going Styles and Baszler. Yeah, I'm gonna go Naya. Yeah, I definitely pick Styles. I think he's. It'll be something. Did he win before? No. no, that's why I think it's so. Like I love the Styles yeah. aspect. Although he his promo was horrific on and, Monday. Like, and he, plus, why bring him back? things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the only reason he came back is because they needed it. Um, I mean, what is it, a 1.6? 1.7, the lowest in the history. Jesus. And it's because of the new stars. Yeah, exactly. God damn, that Austin Theory is killing my rating. Even though he's legitimately the only one who hasn't wrestled more than three years on that whole roster. <laughs> That's the irony of that stupid ass statement. Like everyone else has been on this on TV of some sort for at least five plus years. Like it's ridiculous. They could be stars if you just use them correctly. Ah, so it's your fault, you dipshit. Does Does Bray Wyatt <laughs> beat Strowman for the title back? Uh no. I think you wait for the Fiend to win it. Where wherever that will be. Great Balls of Fire. Roadblock, oh, he's not going to be the Fiend. He's going to wear the sweater. Yeah, he's he's Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Oh God! So he's gonna be like trying to hug him. <laughs> if if that's Brock what that gimmick does. Oh, oh is God! He gonna, is, is his he's sweater gonna hurt. get those hands as he rips it off? God! All right, I'm gonna close this window browser. Yeah, this um, is not a good card. I thought that it had a way better match. Honestly, I didn't know any of these matches besides the, the Money in the Banks, and that's going to be god-awful. Yeah. Uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling, number one, is all these companies doing the comic book, the DC 52, starting over. All Japan Pro Wrestling's desire to deliver to the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, comes from 2AW Arena, 2AW Square in Chiba, Japan. Um, so kind Chiba. of through <laughs> we'll buzz through the opening five And then we'll get to the two tags That uh, that we both checked out uh, Yuma Aoyagi defeated Blackman Sore In 825 We saw Jake Lee and Koji Iwamoto of Jin Defeat Purple Haze members Zeus And Izanagi 
Whoa, why did that happen? Why would you halt Purple Haze? Like uh, I think Jake Lee pinned Izanagi. As long as Iwamoto (laughs) didn't get pinned. No, he was throwing Izanagi around like a rag doll, though. (laughs) Nice. He's so strong. He's a big, strong boy. And then Zeus came in and uh, put him down for doing that a few times. <laughs> I was like, oh, I Kudos oh, to you, he went, he went for it, and Zeus was like, all right, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus, Zeus, Zeus got him in the corner and started laying some shots on him. And I was like, oh, no. Uh, we got Hikaru Sato and Suwama of Evolution defeated Dan Tamura and Yoshitatsu. And nice. then uh, it, via DQ, um, it, it, this was so random, but Yoshitatsu then defeated Suwama by DQ in a three-minute match after the match ended. Wait, Tatsu, why did that happen? So Tatsu still wanted more of Suwama, probably playing up for their match on the, the sixth. And Suama's like laughing at him. So Tatsu's getting even more pissed. And Tatsu starts fighting him. They get a ref in the ring. And then Suama just beats the shit out of Yoshi Tatsu <laughs> and gets DQ'd. He like mounted him and just started pounding on him. And then he just, I, la- he makes, just laughed. That makes sense because I was like, why is Suama just going after Yoshi Tatsu in the second night? I was like, why is this such a major focus? We know yeah. Tatsu's just going to get his ass kicked. Yeah, hence why Suwama was so mad in the next show. Um, and then Judakiyama Tajiri defeated Shuji Shikawa and Yusuke Okada, um, which then leads us to our big two matches. The debuting Infants Terribles, Shataro Ashino bringing out Yusuke Kadama, who, yeah. in fact, Yusuke Kadama was almost our first, mem- uh, first uh, guy from Tokyo to do an intro before Dorian Guevara. But it, really? we mistimed it. Yeah, the, the guys that we were hanging out with a lot that I got all the Young Bucks AEW info from yep. before it all happened, they used to book Kodama in New York and fly him in. I could see so, why. I mean, that guy's got a great character. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, 100%. So, they got um, comp tickets to Russell, uh, the Russell One show that morning after the Kingdom, and they were looking for us, and they, he, he messages me on Twitter, and he's like, dang, if I would have known you guys didn't buy tickets for it, we said, yeah, it was just the one show we forgot to buy tickets for. Um, he goes, I would have just got you guys seats, too, and we could all went to the show as guests of Kodama. <laughs> so, um, and then Whoa. he tried to get Kodama um, a sounder for me from Kodama, but Kodama had already headed back, you know, outside of Tokyo or wherever he lived. That's, that's tight. Yeah. <laughs> that was really <laughs> yeah, so ironically, Kodama would have been, and, and it might not have been that, you know, now, you know, a year and a half later, it's it's a lot cooler, you know, now seeing it, but like, I, I was like, I don't think Alex is going to know or care about this, but I think it'll be cool just to have, because he was going to do it in like broken English, and then one in just Japanese, so, Ooh, you know, it would have been like tight. aggressive yelling, and then this guy's radio, um, but they took on uh, Takeo Omori, the vet, and the the young boy Hokuto Omori and Alex Shotaro Ashino threw Omori around like a child. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh yes. Oh my God. This was your full introduction to Infants Terribles and Shotaro Ashino, Yusuke Kodama. I want to turn the floor over to you. Thoughts on this contest, uh, seeing these two guys coming into All Japan 
kind of playing up what we talked about to open the show with this great thing for all Japan. I mean, uh, like I said, it was just like a taller Taz. It was just amazing to just see the, the various suplexes that he was doing. And what I liked about these two matches, uh, you know, for, for Shitaro Oshino was you, it was a showcase for, for his, you know, again, this guy can do, you know, aerial moves. He can do submissions, but, but it's his power game that, that makes you, you know, look at him and makes you want to watch him and be like, okay, what is he going to do next? Like, this was just a, a really good, you know, kind of debut uh, for, for the All Japan audience and, and for anyone that didn't know Wrestle 1, including myself, existed. You know, you know, it's it's just something that's that's good. And then to see a character like, you know, Yusuke Kodama, uh, you know, just, you know, looking like a, a little bit of a taller uh, golem from Lord of the Rings, where, you know, it just works. You know, like, how is this guy teamed with, you know, uh, badass heel, you know, Shatoru Shina, you know, just like that all of a sudden. You know, like that picture I sent you, you know, a week or so ago. And, you know, you're like, is that, you know, uh, I think you put the Kadaka, but you were like Kadama behind him. I'm like, I have no idea what that means, but sure. You know, it's just, I, I think that makes sense. But, but again, it's just, you know, him going for his precious, you know, whether that's, you know, with the faction or, or for gold, which we'll get into, you know, in night two here in a bit. But uh, I, I think it's just a, a wonderful uh, team and and to kind of see the other uh, partner, you know, for response uh, to replay is is just something pretty damn cool. The only thing I will say that irked me the most was why the hell is Jake Lee just coming down, looking at yeah, him, him on the apron while we got one of the worst Metallica songs ever made during the Fuel album. Which hey whatever it works for Oshino, but uh, oh, I thought it was uh, the other song they did, like yeah, they're from '95. Uh, master of Suplex. Whoa, that's his gimmick. That's even tighter. Okay, I thought it was a way different Metallica song, so I, I apologize. Um, but anywho, master, um, master. I thought it was a uh, give me fuel, give me fire. I thought it was that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's so not Master I think, of Puppets. Yeah. I thought it was the same song for some reason. <laughs> Never mind. That's why I hate refuel. But anyways, um, no, I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> no, I that that was my only thing. Uh, you know, it works for Oshina that music, but Jake Lee again. I get they're trying to build. You know, Jake Lee saying, "Hey, new dog to the yard." You know, no pun intended, Michael Cole. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was a good way to introduce myself, where they could throw around, you know, the Omori, uh, the Omori boys, you know, kind of around like it's nothing there. But uh, like I said, I just had an inkling where Lee either was gonna join them, but I was like, well, Jin's new, that wouldn't make sense. And then I was like, maybe they're gonna try to recruit, you know, Ashino before again realizing he's already got his own badass faction. So. Uh, a lot more, I would say, more wrestling I saw and liked uh, more in the uh, the second night and in that main event, uh, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, I'm looking at this this uh, DDT stuff here too, um, just just for S's and G's. 
Um, I realized that show that I had sent you because I was trying to figure out. I thought DDT ran that 2AW Square building, and they did. Uh, Kanosuke Takashita defeated Jordan Heatley. He was that uh, American young boy that we saw, and it was the Jordan Heatley debut and excuse me, Jordan Heatley debut and goodbye match. <laughs> uh, I was in there and things. There's. I'm trying to find this thing. I can't find this card anywhere. But I was I was gonna queue up the DDT show, okay. And maybe they just did this, and and I could be, and I didn't realize that it literally just happened. Um, but holy crap! If this if this literally just happened, um, but on DDT Network they have a show where they're at the uh, Abima Towers, which mm-hmm. is the headquarters of DDT, and they basically are doing. They did the Money in the Bank. Without doing money in the bank. Oh my God! Like it, it's it's called climb climb to the top of the Abima Tower, and it's two it's an eight man tag, and then like a tag match after it. <laughs> it's funny because I saw that uh, with uh, Dino on the uh, the cover yeah. art there, and it was, I think it was live when I went to watch because I got up around like seven to watch uh, the the shows this morning. And all of a sudden, I did see that. I was like, whoa, they're already making a play of Money in the Bank. I love it. But I went to go click it. It was acting up. And I was like, I got shows to watch. So that's when I started watching uh, show one on DDT. But yeah, that's what I want to watch. But I also hear they do a little homage uh, to your uh, <laughs> to your uh, your Noah main event from a few weeks back. The, the infamous stare down matchup. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I, I I'm trying to find this. Always oh, from, it was it's from like March I think it's called like Stare and You Die, or something like that match where oh. it's like you you wrestle for sixty seconds and then you have to stop and stare for sixty seconds. So it's like cycles of of that, but it's also again tongue and cheek. Oh, that's fair. Kind of that match. Like so that's why DDT rules. That's why DDT rules, man. Uh-huh. They have their pulse on the satire. Year. So DDT Live, Manji Manji, Super Rojo presents Wrestling in Abima Towers, March 29th. First floor entrance in studio. Dan Shoko Dino, Makoto Oishi, and Yuki Ueno defeated Sanshiro Takagi, Kazusada Haguchi, and Mizuki Watase. Um, at one point, I saw Dino flipping through it was railing a uh, security guard by the elevator. Um, fourth floor Abima TV office Miyu Yamashita and Mina Shirakawa defeat Natsumi Maki and Yuki Aino when Yamashita pins Aino with the crash rabbit heat fifth floor president's office Akito and Shunma Katsumata defeat Bull James and Antonio Honda 11th floor lounge penalty kick showdown Pokotan 2 versus Zaidi Kun 2 ended in a draw which then Zaibi Kun defeated Pokotan with a beast attack in the rematch. Hmm. 16th floor spirit and tech room. Kanosuke Takashita and Yuki Ino defeated Shiro Kochinaka and Gota Ihashi. Ninth floor legal compliance office hardcore tag match. Harashima and Mao defeated Asami Kodaka and Daiki Shimomura. And in the 15th floor Ketsu kick tag death match. Then Shoko Dino, Kanosuke Takashita, and Harashima um, took on Sanshiro Takagi, Daisuke Sasaki, and Tetsuya Endo in a draw. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're just releasing. It looks like they're re-putting it up. 
because of uh, money in the bank is like, a, hey, we already did this. <laughs> I was about Sorry, to say, they're totally taking their 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 gimmicks from uh, from DDT there, which yeah, hey, yeah, DDT, yeah. that's that's twenty percent of them is is taking their gimmicks again. Satire, you know, of of what the E does. So so kudos to them for doing it probably better. Uh, the last out of building thing they did uh, on March 30th uh, was the DDT protect the elderly from the new coronavirus at the Kiel yes, Clinic. Yeah. <laughs> they wrestled in a hospital. It was a false start by four-way tag. <laughs> it was gorgeous Matsuno and Gabi G-Chan. Don't know who that is. Shinya Aoki and Makoto Oishi. Konosuke Takashita and Shunma Katsumata and Chris Brooks and Mike Bailey. Wow. <laughs> so that's some fun to check out. <laughs> now that I, I stumbled down that rabbit hole while I was trying to get DDT booted up here, I apologize. But I, I'm like, what the hell is Zito doing in front of the building? I, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't get it away. Uh, main event, Yankee 2 Kenju, Asami Kodaka, and Yuko Miyamoto from Big Japan defeat Akira Francisco and Kento Miyahara. Akira, man, they this dude is He's good. He looks good, and they're they're really figuring out that this guy is is, is somebody to use. Uh, they, he gets the big slot with Miyahara as his partner, and I thought mm-hmm. they did a really good job of making him look nice and relevant while they did it. Um, Kodaka, part of the reason 2018, he was my third runner up in with his match with Takeda. As when I when I specifically said it was a four star wrestling match with death match. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys can work, man, and people sleep on it because of it. And they hung with me a hard. I agree. Akira looks really good. Uh, what did you think going into this? I uh, loved uh, I loved Miyamoto. I thought this was the guy that kind of shined to to me. And and you're right, Kadaka definitely put on his wrestling boots in in, in this match. Uh, but um, Kento Miyahara, man, it's it's interesting to kind of see him go the tag route. You know, he challenges mm-hmm. obviously in this match the All Asia Tag Tag Team Championship, and then of course goes for the no uh, no uh, the All Japan uh, Tag Straps uh, that the Violent Johns hold, which we'll talk to in a second. Uh, talk about in a second here, but um, interesting that that he's going for two two tag team belts. Um, when I don't know if you read this, but Okada was interviewed uh, by I believe uh, New Japan World, uh, maybe within about a week or so. And he was saying, yeah, you know, it would be cool to go for, you know, the double dash rematch, but I'm not really looking forward to that. What Tanahashi and Obushi are doing as the Golden Aces, that's more intriguing. That's more exciting. So for me, <laughs> at this time, I think I would be more suited to go, you know, in the tag division. And I was like, perking up and said, hey, it's something different. It's something you could definitely build to because Okada, you know, again, yeah, he's the rainmaker, but he's looking at what's smart. And then I see Miyahara being in two tag matches, you know, two tag team championship matches. And I'm like, I wonder if he read that interview. It was like, hey, put me in this. I got to, you know, overthrow, you know, Okada. Obviously, that's not the point there. But I just think it's really cool that these former champions, these GOATs of these companies, you know, Kento, you know, I have in my notes, I don't even have Kento or Miyahara. I just got V10. That's his name. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, where, you know, I'm just like, dude, V10's doing this. He's dropping these. He's giving Germans. He's giving crazy facials. You know, he's just being amazing. And I love how now, again, we said, who's Miyahara going to lose to? Obviously, he loses to Suwama. But now it's, you can put other guys over. You can give the rub to someone like he does with Francisco Akira here by teaming with him, by being shocked that they lose, you know, after, you know, where he's like, what? You know, like Akira almost had it there. You know, he's, he's getting the double knees there, but then, you know, Kadaka just super kicks him, you know, for the third time within, you know, a couple yeah, of minutes to make him loopy. And Miyamoto just rolls him over, you know, and, you know, Miyahara's like, oh no, we were this close. You know, I thought we had it. So I think it, there, there's something there. If you know, if you don't, they don't get another rematch against uh, uh, fucking uh, fuck your Yankee blue jeans or what are they called? Yankee two Kenju. Yankee two Kenju. Um, so if they don't get a rematch there, and and depending on who he picks for his partner, uh, you know to go for the heavies again, or if you don't go with Oshino and uh, and Mohawk Urie, uh, you know to take those strikes from the Giants. I mean, I, I like this aspect. There's not really, there's not a mid-card title for All Japan, right? Mm, no. There's just, uh, so, there's the junior the, and the two tags and the heavy. So this is the most plausible next step, Kento, correct? If you want to build is, more guys over. And this is what I had always, why I had always said All Japan's tags were great, is because whoever wasn't in the heavyweight title feud, they would put as a tag team. I mean, what, mm-hmm. I mean look at, Masao and Kobashi were tagging. Yeah, I mean it's it's you know they Muda used true, to be true. in tags all the time. So all Japan was smart because then you could main event with your tag division, and that's what I always said. New Japan misses the boat on until now with Abushi and uh, Tanahashi. Now the only mm-hmm. bad thing is that means you know Okada's bringing Yoshihashi along as his partner. No, see, I thought of that <laughs> earlier when I was when I kind of brought the parallels there. I was like, damn it! Like this morning, I was like, damn it. I really hope he doesn't have Hashi as his partner. I know. I want Yoshihashi to never win a title in his entire career. Dude, bring out Okada and Ishii. If you want a suitable team oh, that can take out the Golden Ace, <laughs> the oh Stone Rainmakers, uh, sign me up, or, man. Or just give me what they should have done the whole time and do Ishii and Goto. Goto, yeah. I'm fine with that. God, put those guys too. together. Like, I'm good with that. <laughs> like, that would be, like, that's why I was so jacked when Mayu tag won the tag titles, uh, which is Shibata and Goto. When they won them a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, thank God. And then they just dropped them right away. <laughs> Jeez. Um, uh, but like, no, this was a good main event. I, I, I thoroughly did enjoy it. Uh, Miyahara. I, I liked how a lot of it was for Akira. Again, good run mm. for him. Once we get, you know, more audiences, because again, he had a great following, you know, kind of matches before yeah, the Corona uh, hit. Yeah, uh, Susumu Yokosuka uh, Jr. title yes. match was great. Yep. Oh, gosh, yeah. And and it's just something where when it comes back, you know, when we hopefully return to normalcy soon, uh, I think this guy's going to be a big character, and I think uh, Miyahara will, will help him elevate even more. At least that's you know, the whole. And then we even get we even get more debuts, which continue to make this great. We knew about some of these debuts, but these are official debuts. Uh, then we, a couple days later, uh, this was the show that aired on the sixth. 
Uh, Hikaru Sato defeats Izanagi. Akira Francisco and Tajiri defeat Dan Tamura and Hokuto Omori. Zeus defeats Sugotaka Sato. Uh, then we get Junakiyama tagging with Jiro Aikaman Jiro. <laughs> who comes out with a cute uh, mask to match his tuxedo jacket. Uh, oh, what was the jacket? Like, it was like tomatoes, if I remember right. Like it was like red with tomatoes. <laughs> and it was on his That's mask awesome. too, which is really cool. He still did his entrance, not as long, but still did it, which is one of the greatest entrances of wrestling. Uh, they defeated Black Mensore and Sakeo Omori. So nice win there. Then question: uh, Do you think Akiyama uh, and and uh, Aikaman talked about uh, NXT? Oh, you mother of f words! <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! I'm gonna move on. <laughs> uh, then we got Yusuke Kadama defeating Yusuke Okada. Really Crazy. fun match. Really, Is this really for good. The strap? Match. No, no. Uh, no? y- Yusuke Okada is like the young boy of evolution. He's the one that's got the blonde, was, he's got blonde hair. I thought that was the dude from uh, Dragon Gate with the strap. I was like, what? Did he win? I, I was fast forwarding it and I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh Susumu Yokosuka. I know what you're talking about. Oh, Yokosuka. Yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. See, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought. It was Yokosuka. And yeah, just so many. Wow. They got two Yusukes in that match alone. Yep, and with an Okada, so he's got he's got a lot of shoes to fill. <laughs> Jesus, but he's the, he's in evolution. Um, he was like a There's young boy. Mystery. <laughs> evolution. Yeah. Whenever we talk evolution for all Japan now on, you have to download that and put it on the soundboard, and Ooh. then just start with the guitar. <laughs> I can mess with them. That's a good idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> the big tag, Shitaro Shido coming back, bringing out more infants to Reblaze as he yeah. brings out Kuma Arashi with them. We kind of talked rock. about this already uh, with him against Jake Lee and Koji Iwamoto. Jake Lee had so many opportunities to look good, and he does, and then he doesn't, and he does, and he doesn't, and it just kind of was what it was. Um, Bro. I'm, what I'm trying to figure out now is uh, infants to Reblaze, I don't know if they bring out more people. Like, I guess. How many originally are there with? So, right, right now, let me. Oh, what did that? The hell did I just? I just completely goofed something up here. I don't know what the hell I did here. Yeah, you're telling me. I hit something on my computer uh, with the card. (laughs) Oh, left. Okay, here we go. Back to where I was. So, um, Kanichi Orai was part of it, but I mean, he's a Dragon Gate guy. I know they're doing cross promotion, so maybe he could come in there. Uh, Sego Tachibana, I don't know if All Japan picked him up. Uh, Rene Dupree, ironically, was in the stable, but I don't see him doing it because he's in Noah doing the mm-hmm. uh, Sigaragoon, and then you had Drunk Andy was the other guy. Drunk Andy. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, no. Drunk Andy, though, is, is kind of co- like contingent on Kenichi Orai. It was the same guy. Um, but they <laughs> switched him, and I don't know if they switched him to try to offset him from being the same guy as Dragon Gate so he can work both and be different people. Um, I didn't see oh. enough Russell 1 to know that. 
Uh, Saigo Tachibata is only 22. So he's the guy where I think he, he's going to have offers. I just don't know what he's going to do. Um, but he was trained, um, you know, he's straight in, straight Russell one. He was trained by Kazayashi, Shuji Tondo, who worked Russell one and Shotaro Ashino also helped train him too. So I'm not sure what, what, what will happen with him. Um, you know what I hope happens though is uh, I liked how, you know, of course we we, we talked about uh, Leon Oshino, but uh, kind of Kodama kind of coming out talking to Michigan Tiwamoto. I, I I like the prospect of that match for sure. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Speaking of lazy yeah. and Jake Lee, uh, I even had, I put here in my notes, uh, driven by Iwamoto, Lee is just standing waiting for Mohawk Irie to make the save. He's literally standing there and then still lets the big dude break the count yeah, as he's waiting for him to enter the ring. Arashi's shaking like my head. By him, and he slowly turns and like, uh, like with the slowest The worst. The worst. So hard when I saw I'm like, what are you doing? God, I hate you, Jake Lee. I hate you so and much. Kumarashi just didn't care. He's just like, I'm not going to slow yeah. down. <laughs> he's like, Oh, he's sort around me. No bother. I lost my uh, game. Or this is the one thing that sucks about no more getting hurt too is you could do a six man now. Uh, Lee oh, Iwamoto yeah. and no more against Arashi, Ashido, and Kodama. That would be really good. If you really want to get no more over, and if you make Lee jump to join them, I mean oh, that God. that's a way where you can do that over. So are they just going to be in. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, just God. bring Euro. Just bring Eichmann. Hey, let's go, baby. I'll take you that shit all day. Good. Then they can <laughs> we can carry Oshino's luggage. <laughs> that would be <laughs> I I hate it because Jake Lee, Jake Lee is how I feel Vince feels about Roman Reigns right now. I'm just thinking, <laughs> son of a bitch. You're you you like not to rag on Jake Lee. Like, you know, I shouldn't say no. I do mean to rag on him. And I mean to rag on him because he had so much talent when that bell rings and he gets going. But mm-hmm. he just has no freaking charisma. He's, yeah, but when like, does he get going? Minus, you know, his four to seven quick kicks. When when does when else does he get going? Well, like, his, his attacks at the end, they're like, his hot take was great. Came in throwing those huge mm-hmm. step-up bicycle kicks. He got in that yep. forearm Euro battle with Ashino. He was throwing Arashi around. He was he was throwing some more kicks, like you mentioned. He was hitting some suplexes. You know, he, he was moving at a fast pace, ducking lariats, things like that. Like, his hot tag was great. But then, he, then like, when they finally size up, he just stares at him like, Ugh. Well, yeah, because then Chino just, like, took his ass out. That was the thing. <laughs> he halted that shit right away. Yeah. Like, nope. Well, that's the beauty of a Chino, is he ain't going to sit there and take that. Like, if you're not going to go, man, <laughs> I'm just... in your place. And, and then look at that. Look at that German Iwamoto hit a Chino with. Did you see how hard a Chino jumped and snapped his body to sell that move? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, bro, you you did not have to make a junior throw you like that. And you did. And then meanwhile, he goes to throw Jake Lee, and Jake Lee just kind of falls backwards and then lays there with the same Jake face. 
The same chick. Yeah, that's. Oh, I hate that chick face. You're totally right. Like, there's so much talent there, and he's just. It's just it's frustrating, man. Like, if he could just figure it out. Like, do they need to stop trying to make him, like, a baby? Or, like, just tell him to be a piece of crap? That guy's a baby face? I don't, I don't, think, he's, I don't think he's a heel. He's a tweener? I don't think he's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a guy that they invested a lot into, and they're like, well, we're in it. Yeah. So yeah, good good Roman Reigns analogy. So yeah, you're you're totally right. It, it's like well, I said, we're in it. Suwama beat Miyahara so they could make Lee the champion, but he doesn't have to beat Miyahara because they're not cops. Like they're like nobody's mm-hmm. gonna question Suwama beating Miyahara, but peop, even though we want Jake Lee to be our guy, they'll question him beating Miyahara. So we yes, have to have yes. Miyahara, Miyahara transition. But how the hell is he gonna beat Suwama? I don't know. Somehow. I mean, the way Suwama was making top, I mean, it's more believable <laughs> that Tatsu's going to win that belt against Suwama, which then you have, you know, Miyahara and Tatsu, you know, kind of going at it, which there's your story there, which I think is a little bit more believable than, you know, the other way around in your scenario with Lee beating Suwama and then, you know, whatever happens from there. But I think, I think Shitara Shino puts a huge monkey wrench in Jake Lee winning. Like if a Shino beats Jake Lee in this feud. Yeah. Let let's go. Give me give me a Shino and Suama. I'm all for well, totally. that. Totally. I mean, like we said, you know, it's it's just such a vast improvement with the, you know four guys that they just brought in. It's it's just such night and day difference on, on what all Japan can actually do with their roster and, and so many different ways. Instead of saying, oh, we're gonna see Miyahara again, or oh, we're gonna see Suama winning. You know, it's like okay, it's fresh blood. Let's see what we can do, and and I think they can do a lot. At least. That's hey, Excuse me. You could tell the great story too, where Ashino goes undefeated, wins the title, and Ashino takes his first loss against Miyahara, and Miyahara retains the title. And then when they talk to Ashino, they're like, "You know, you faced the ace Kenta Miyahara. You got your first loss. You dropped the title. What's next for you?" And and Ashino can go, "All right, you know, he humbled me. I was due to lose, but I'm going to come back, yep. and I'm going to come back stronger. And now you make Ashino a bigger badass who can beat Miyahara in the rematch." Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's that would be cool. Yeah, you you could make it look good where Ashino gets over even more in the loss, and then comes back for Miyahara, and then you could have Miyahara play that role with Tanahashi where he goes, "Holy crap, I can't beat this guy. I don't know what I got to do. I got the one win over him, and now he he figured me out, and I can't beat him." And you could have you could have a Shino run rough shot for a while. I mean, you, you got you got a couple of years of the booking there. It would be tremendous. And and with the, everyone's love of Suwama, you could have a Shino just break Suwama down, and people mm-hmm. would give him sympathy. Like, come on, Suwama, what are you doing? And Shino's laughing as he's just beating the shit out of him. You know what I mean? Like, there's they got a lot. Man, to do I don't think you could beat the shit out of him, but that's gonna be a good match. I just yeah. wow. And, wow. And, you know, like bring it and bring and that's it up not back, even penciled in right away, which is great. I am happy <laughs> they, they're just not throwing it like, hey, it's one and you know, uh a show here. It's it's something that's gonna build. He's he's well, gotta kill Jake. though where he won't stay down and he's continuing to crawl back up and Oshino standing over him going, This is my house now. 
And Suhama's Ooh. like, screw you, I ain't going out like that. And he just goes, all right, fine. <laughs> and he just keeps throwing them. And you know what I mean? Like, you could really make it good. Mm-hmm. Oh, which, yeah. Which, oh, definitely. Which ties into uh, Shuji Shikawa and Suwama defeat Kenzo Miyahara and Yoshitatsu in the main event. All Japan World Tag Title match. Yoshitatsu, man, looks fantastic. Like you mentioned yes. against Suwama. Got him in a Yoshitatsu a couple times. Suwama fought out of it both times. They hit this disgusting running front double drop kick on Yoshitatsu after joint lariats that put the Zeus spasms too. Do you remember that? that when, when they yeah. double qualified him and he like convulsed and then they lost yeah. him and then he just fell over and that was it? Who do you think sold him more, uh, Zeus or Scott Hall at WrestleMania 18? <laughs> Zeus. But he didn't have a choice. Charlie's <laughs> Giants are like, oh shit, sorry. He's like, ah, yeah. Ah. To Tatsu's credit, man, he ate two of those. Not bad, yeah, to bad, literally. But but he ate two, and those that dro- those drop kicks, the dual drop kicks from the corners from the Violent Giants. Two forty-plus-year-old men, one who looks baller as hell, riding a chopper around Japan. The other just, you know, uh, Shuji Ishikawa just being a boss bitch. And then, yeah, just we're going to run in opposite corners right at Yoshitatsu and deliver massively non-protectant uh, dropkicks. And again, Tatsu, man, you, you've earned my and hopefully millions of others' respects. Uh, we, we erase WWE forever from you. Uh, you are now, you are the Kento, or sorry, the Kenta of uh, of all Japan here, so uh, we salute you, Yoshitatsu, for uh, taking a beating. But hey, man, I thought they were gonna get it for a second too. So for for making it freaking believable. So, but uh, oh, I love Miyahara again. That look at the end, like, oh no, I lost again. I lose mm-hmm. again. I'm intrigued to see where they're going to go with him. Uh, whether it's in tags, whether it's in singles, whether it's just whatever. I'm just really excited to see this next chapter uh, of uh, Kento Miyahara. I, I love how Yoshitatsu just gets smoked, and then after the match, Suwama just starts talking shit. Like, you want some yeah. more? <laughs> Dead. I, I, I might go back and watch night one where they just had that impromptu singles match. Yeah, watch it. It's only three minutes long. Suwama's like, you really want some of this? And just Yoshitatsu. Want some of this magic? I love how, too, you know, like you mentioned with the running dropkick of the age, like, here comes these two guys, it's nothing graceful, it's nothing like, oh my god, that's, it's Randy Orton Okada, like we were arguing about earlier, dropkick, it's just two lumbering giants, <laughs> and literally what they are, who just run as fast as they can, which isn't the fastest, but they both just vertical jump and just kick, and it's just like, yeah. why? This poor guy eats this. And he just stands there and takes it, and they're getting a double lariat to the front. But like, you know, I, I say this by the end of it: is violent giants move at their own pace, but their matches are just so. By the end of it, you're like, wow. No, totally. This tag team it's all is about, just incredible. It's all about I've noticed in their matches. There's always two sets of sequences. One probably within about the about the ten minute mark. And then always that last like three to five minute stretch of the match where you're just like, holy shit, this team is legit. And, and I could see why they, what, where did I read? How many title defenses is this for them? I think this like, is like th- three or four. I like think. four. 
Mm-hmm. Like it seems like they've been tag champs forever. Yeah, it's. I mean, I wonder if I can find. Which, uh, by the way, while, while you're finding that, what would have been really cool when uh, the Giants were going for the the double power bomb and it was countered? Wouldn't have been great if somehow when they were still going for that and the Giants were like, yeah, we're gonna power bomb these dudes, and <laughs> and Mikara didn't, but Yoshitatsu still got power bombed. Yeah, he's like, no, no. Um, okay, like so I'm not this eating is their, This is their third title reign, or fourth title reign, um, and this is their second defense. When so did they, they win it the, then? They won on January second against Ryoji Sai and Zeus by KO. That was the one when they when Zeus oh, like, yeah. ah, ah, went down. Um, then they defended him February eleventh. Against yep. Lucas Steele and Shigehiro Irie. So when did Zeus uh, uh, beat them for it? Uh, Zeus and Ryoji Sai, I think. Sai, yep. September. Uh, they beat him September third. Then they defeated Redmond and Yoshitatsu October twenty fourth, and then they, that was their only defense. Um, and then yeah, where were Ryoji Sai? Violent Giants before that. Let's see. They beat Strong BJ March nineteenth. That that you know. I the more I think about it, I I regret not making that my show of the year last year because that had my match of the year with Kento and Nomura. Nomura, but yep. that, that also had Ishikawa and Suwama winning the titles back from Sekimoto and Okabayashi, which was incredible. That was that show, yeah, I yeah. That and I forgot for sure. it was the same show. So they that had was the whole. Uh, I'm gonna pick you up in a torture rack and walk around the ring with you. Yeah, match. yeah. Well, it was just, yeah, it's just <laughs> like who's gonna strong arm the other guy even more? Thanks, Okabayashi. Um, yeah, crazy. They beat Bomber, Dylan James, and Joe Doring. They beat the end, Odin, Odinson, and Perro. Um, they beat Jake Lee and Nomura, and then they lost them to Sai and Zeus. Oh. Hope you're doing well, Joe Doring, wherever you're at. Hey, is Joe Doring live at Cork and Hall? Is he retired? I don't know. That's I wonder. I, I know they. I I know all Japan didn't bring him back for the tour. The tours this year, but yeah. Yeesh. So, what are your mm. thoughts on all Japan? Like we like we said, you know, pretty good stuff. I mean, it looks like yeah. they're definitely heading in the right direction with you know with the course uh, in fonts to replay. Uh, you yeah, know, they, they got everything here. going in the right direction. Everything, I think, everything's moving right cylinders. We just, I, the, the kicker is going to be is when fans come back, is it going to change the draw? If they start drawing more, even if it's by fifty people, I look at it as a positive. Oh, for you, sure, you growth, got, any you type of growth, is good. Yep, and you know, I mean, I think right now, Violent Giants is tag team of the year, and and they're oh. they're they're riding it out very okay. well. You know, I mean, a lot of people are going to say Kenny and Hangman because of that tag match. But, I mean, if you get rid of that tag match, Violent Giants, I think, are, have had a more sustainable 2020. So, I mean, they, you know, you, you got your tag team of the year right there, especially with Suwama. I mean, Suwama, I mean, God, does Suwama have an opportunity with how weird this year is and how much we're limited to what we be able, we can grade and see is Suwama a front runner for both awards, single and tag? I mean, there's I, there's no question about it. I would say. 
I mean, I mean, uh, violent giants for sure. But I mean, depending on how many, you know, defenses, you know, that, that it does next and how long he's going to balance holding both championships. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought that they, they possibly were going to drop them because I'm like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. You know, depending on how long they want to give them the singles run for, but uh, yep. yeah. Why not? You know, we already have, you know, guys in other companies with two belts, you know, that mm-hmm. were holding them for, for a while anyway. So why not Suwama on that too? It just a- adds more to the lore of, of Suwama magic. So I, I mean, it's it's early to tell. Obviously, it depends on what events go on. But if they still yeah, they put on shows like this, well. if they put on shows like you know the last two, you know that I saw, and I only saw four matches, I you know I I think it's it's only the limit for uh, not only what Suwama does, but but all Japan there. So, uh, what was your favorite match from uh, UWF Beach Brawl, by the way? Oh God, uh, Doctor Death versus somebody. Doctor Death. Uh, so. Dark side of the yeah. ring. I've been hearing about this UWF. I really didn't know anything really of it. Oh, was that this week's show? That was this week's show. Did you watch or, it? I gotta no, watch I'm, that. no, I gotta watch that too. So watch Damn that, it. and we'll talk about it next show because again, I maybe have heard of it. I mean, Herb, uh, what's uh, what's his name? Now? Brooks, huh? Wasn't UWF Bill Watts? No, it was uh. Herb, not Brooks, uh, Williams, uh, Herb Abrams, sorry. Uh, okay. It was his company. So he, it's essentially what I got from it. Are you familiar with UWF? Why? It, it was. I always. Universal Wrestling from Florida. I always get it confused with the Bill Watts. What did Bill Watts run? Wasn't that Mid-South? He, when he had like Ted DiBiase and all those guys there, one man game. AWA, Bill Watts, Mid South. Bill Watts yeah. was he was UWF. And to become the Universal, Universal Wrestling Federation, which became that. It be okay. So that's what I know is when it when Watts took it over. Okay. When he rebranded that Mid South, and before the NWA, that's when he had like. Uh, Teddy Biasi and Steve Williams and Hatsafetti Gilbert and stuff. Okay, so this is good because I know I know post uh, what you're going to talk about, and I don't know the the four. I only know the Universal Wrestling Federation. Jim Ross started from there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I thought that was a mid sound. Anywho, um, well, with this, it's it's essentially like. ECW just like five years before, and I'm not talking about the extreme aspect, but the way how this company was ran, I'm not saying that Paul Heyman, I'm not sure I'm not alleging anything, but these two guys, these promoters, these runners of this company, how they mismanaged money, a lot of people online were like, wow, this is going to be crazy, and this is nuts. And I can't wait to listen to the uh, the after show podcast that they have on the uh, Grilling JR uh, page there. Because, again, Comrade and, and the guys behind Dark Side of, of the Ring, phenomenal after shows. I don't know if you've listened to any of those, but phenomenal listens, great companions to the episodes. And I, I, I've yet to listen to the full episode of that, but... Um, yeah, it's crazy, but but I'm intrigued to kind of get your take on that because a lot of people are going bonkers for this. Like, this was the craziest thing ever and this and that. And it's like, no, 
he just Paul Heyman, you know, the company before there was even a Paul Heyman. <laughs> Except this guy loved hookers and blow, like legit. So it'll be interesting. We'll talk about that next show for sure. So and they do have these on on air. So maybe after we we discuss the dark side of the ring episode, uh, we will watch UWF Beach Ball for a watch along. Uh, which, by the way, we did get a request over on our Facebook page, which uh, is a like uh, Strong Style Media or WrestleCast Radio. Uh, we did have a, uh, a fan, a listener. We'll say a listener. Maybe he's not a fan. Uh, you know, reach out to us and, and say, hey, would you guys do a watch along? And my response is, I've been wanting to do that for years. Um, <laughs> and so... <laughs> So uh, that will definitely be in in the works here, uh, gentlemen, which I cannot find, but we will uh, reach out to you. We we might even see if you want to do a little intro on why you picked that episode of Monday Night Raw, I believe it was 1993, uh, the episode that he picked there. So we will definitely get that in uh, on the works, uh, hopefully for our second show next week there. So that's all I got. So, Feels good uh, to be back. So, so yeah, the, the, the one I'm thinking of ties in with Midsol, um It defunct in, 90, in 87. The one you're talking about, it says, in 1990, businessman Herb Abrams started an unrelated wrestling promotion of the same name from 90 to 96 that aired yep. on Sports Channel America, Prime Ticket, and ESPN2. So mm-hmm. I knew about the one that was 10 years before this one or five years before okay. this one. So I'm really intrigued <laughs> with this now. <laughs> now you got my eye with this um, hey man, good three hour fun with you. Um, we got money in the bank. So hopefully we can come back Monday, Tuesday, do money in the bank, talk dark side of the ring, talk DDT for sure. Um, and then if you get a chance to watch any of those extra four matches, uh, definitely check those out. And, uh, if you get me your, if you have that list, send me your list. I'll try to check that out as well. Uh, also anyone's bored tomorrow night, 10 PM central standard time. Twitch.tv slash WrestleCast Radio. This is the fourth episode of Pro Wrestling Summit, as we will get all of our finals set up for the May 16th show, which will be our first big super show type, if you will, with uh, all our champions getting crowned. So come check that out tomorrow. We have a lot of people coming in and talking, having fun with it. Sometimes Alex is in there with, with Elijah and Jordan. Sometimes those guys show up. So you have some friendly faces to talk to if you're in the chat wanting to Spewed out with some people and have oh, I'm not drinks. friendly. I talk hey, shit. Hey, why? Well, I, I I welcome it and hope to see you tomorrow night or tonight. I should say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. I mean, about the best way to go out right there. I, I appreciate Pro Wrestling it. Summit. Boom. Twitch. Oh. What was it? Twitch TV. What, what's the Twitch. gimmick? Forward slash WrestleCast Radio. And as Alex is given blessings, maybe uh, our seven shirt on the. The pro wrestling tees will be a pro wrestling summit shirt. So I got to get a logo made still, but let's see what happens. I don't know. Maybe my blessing might be recanted. Uh, But uh, thank you for for the one listener out there. Thanks, Mom. Uh, Actually, she doesn't even probably listen. But uh, (laughs) thank you uh, to to Nick uh, Apolowitzki. I'm sorry I messed that up, but uh, he's the gentleman who uh, sent in that request for the May 24th, 1993 episode of Monday Night Raw. So uh, I'm pretty pretty stoked uh, to see that. Just to hear the sirens again, and uh, to hear Vince McMahon. So uh, 
That's a pleasure. Uh, as always, technical legend. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe, review, wherever you pod your cast, uh, Strong Style Media, and WrestleCast Radio. Again, Strong Style Media is the name of our wonderful company. WrestleCast Radio is the wonderful show you just listened to. Sportscast Radio is also on the network. Pop culture is my comeback out of 